Hey there, this is the Phenomenal Run Podcast with Tudima Udeze, where we discuss everything that will inspire, encourage, build, and push you out of your comfort zone to be all that God has called you to be, a phenomenal man. So you're in the right place. Let's dive into it. We thank you for this opportunity to learn at your feet. We ask that you help us by your spirit. The common and nation the house. The under canals and how we invite the Holy Spirit, the one that teaches us all things, the one that helps us, the one that you bring us into all truths. And tonight we ask you, Holy Spirit, are you reveal Jesus to us as we study the book of Daniel? Oh God, let us see Jesus. Let Him be revealed in our hearts, oh Lord, in our lives, so that our our lives will be transformed into the image of Christ. Our attitudes, our character, our lives as a whole, let it be quickened. To, to become and to do all you want us to be and to do in the name of Jesus. We pray for your grace. We pray for wisdom. We pray for understanding. We pray, oh God, for a quickening by your spirit. There's not one of those things we will just hear and feel good, but we'll be quickened to do by your spirit. Even, even the things we don't understand, we'll be quickened to begin to walk consciously in what in, in all you have purchased for us by the reason of the cross. In the name of Jesus, these revelations will change our lives. It will transform the way we have been living. It will quicken us to more of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Can anyone hear me? Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We honor you. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hello. I can't hear anybody. Yes, we can hear you. We can hear you. Okay. I've been saying amen. We can hear you. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can hear you clearly. Okay, so we're um, starting with Daniel chapter 1. Yes, just that yes. okay. So by in the book of Daniel for this is the first chapter one and two tonight. So we'll just begin to share all like all we learned as we studied. So let me just start then um every other person can share. Mm. So I know we all can know you be audible, Daniel. please. Can you hear me? Um, I know we okay, know, like, we hear a lot about Daniel. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I know we hear a lot about Daniel. You're doing what? Like, I'm so going you're... to post it on podcast. That's why I'm asking you to be audible. Okay. Because, yeah. Anytime my voice is low, you can tell me, please. Because I have okay, to put my okay, earpiece no back so that I can hear you guys well. Okay. Okay, so oh, let me go on. Okay, so I think we all know about Daniel now. Most of us have heard a lot, and maybe we're used to the story of Daniel. So, but today we want to consciously just study this book and um just learn what God wants us to learn. Okay, so the first part that um struck me that I wrote out, I think Daniel one verse eight. I think Daniel one verse eight. Yes, yes, where he. It's just the story of Daniel that they're basically talking about where they were taken into captivity. Yes. Then in that uh, one verse eight, he now said where he said where he proposed in his heart that 
he will not defile himself. So one verse said, but Daniel proposed in his heart that he will not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. So they were mm -hmm. taken captive into this land and they were asked, um, they were told that they would be given anything they wanted because they were chosen to serve the king. But he said he will not defile himself with um, his friends too. So he proposed in his heart. So what I got from here is that he decided in his heart. It did not just happen. So some things we just have to consciously um, make decisions, like decisions about some certain things so that things will not just go anyhow we want it so that at that point maybe in at the point where we need to make a maybe a very serious decision we can because of that thing we have said in our hearts it can just flow i remember me saying oh um, um i don't want to um have a um, series of relationship before i get married and all and i remember entering into school and and i had this um i don't know what just happened that this um i just got close to one guy and all that and i remember this guy tried to push me to do things i did not want to do and somehow i remembered um what i said i don't know how because it was like that is subconsciously because then i've um we'll be discussing in um, um, um even when secondary school about how like we just say things that we don't know what we said so it's when i when i entered school and that thing happened and i realized um, the importance of deciding about things making decisions beforehand before you're tempted to to uh, like go off whatever you said or not keep to what you said is it i felt that okay because anytime i thought about the situation i'll be like i'll always remember the fact that i made that decision that i talked about it i said it that time when those ladies were saying those things that's what i said and that was what happened to me even the, the times when i felt oh no I, I will not keep my promise and all that what i said and somehow that thing just strengthened me so i remember telling one lady that i'm um I met that time about this experience because she was in first year and I was telling her that how she should think about and say the things she wants. Don't just say, oh, we're just in school. Now let us see how it goes. Anybody that just comes around your life, the kinds of friends, because consciously or unconsciously, they just influence you because first of all, just a normal friend. You don't even know when you start entering another thing. So it's, 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 but if you're not, con if you're conscious about it, conscious about the people that get close to you, you will not wake up one day and you'll be in one situation or wake up one day and just be looking for yourself and wondering what happened to your life so if you decide that okay this is what i want to do with my life this in this in different areas of your life okay decide maybe write them down now they will always tell us oh set goals write them down like, when you write them down it, it has a more a, um, you can achieve them more so it's just like making other decisions in different areas of your life what do i want for my life we don't just live life passively you have to be conscious of what we want in our lives so that because I feel there is a tendency to keep to those things. So he said he proposed in his heart that he will not defend himself. So even when the man was like, "Oh no, the king will do this to me," oh, um, 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 if I, if people don't if people don't um look very very good, like in um, one verse two of Daniel one twelve to thirteen, he now told the man to, and even God even made the man to find favor in his sight. So and that thing, God God was with them throughout. So even in that and what they said and because of the favor of god and as he told as daniel told the man that the man in charge of giving them food that okay he should just test test them and give them this thing and if they don't appear very well that he can do whatever whatever he wanted but because god was with them god helped them to i don't look better than the other people who when they just ate only vegetables and that's what allowed the, the guy to just let them eat that so that's what I got from that part too. And I think that's where verse 12 was the part where we got all this Daniel fast from. It's in just maybe fruits and vegetables and drinking water and some other healthy things that has fiber. 
So I think that's where they get to. So they always tell people, oh, um, if you want to um, do this, or um, and that they always talk about um, the Daniel fast being a healthy kind of fast. Because mm -hmm. it's, even if you eat it, you just eat only vegetables. Because some people feel they won't survive eating vegetables. But something came to my mind that God was with these people too. But it's yes, you can eat just, you can just fast that way and be fine, healthy. Just what, what, why, are you, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Because one, there's a lot of benefits to, yeah, the health benefits and all. So I feel that's the part, that's this verse that made us know this um, Daniel fasting. So it's a thing you can, I, we didn't also, I also remembered my mom. I don't think she believes that, oh, you can eat fruits and vegetables and be fine. He <laughs> said, oh, no, that's not food. But it can be food, seeing it from here. So I don't know, there's a lot of angles to this the nutritional aspect and the spiritual aspect of fasting. Yes, because you just you're just them um, denying yourself of some things and just focusing on the fruits and vegetables to just edify you. Because for to them it was like defying eating the other things was like defying themselves, defiling themselves with the king's um dishes. So, so they had a purpose why they were doing it. That's a spiritual connotation. So I think okay, I think that's other part. So maybe someone else should talk, then I'll, I don't know, share some other ones. I'll not just talk and talk and talk. Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ogie. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much. All right, so, um, okay, first of all, I'm going to give Ibagram knowledge, like how um, Judah, how they landed to Babylon, because when I was studying it, I just, immediately I read verse, um, verse 1, in the third year of the rain, of Jehakim, king of Judah, um, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem, besieged. Then, I, then the one that struck me was, and the Lord gave Jehakim, king of Judah, into his hand. Okay, so it was the Lord that gave them to Babylonians. Yeah, it struck my attention. Like I, I started asking questions, like why, why? Yeah. like why would God, like why would God give his daughter, you know, why would God give his daughters and you know maybe you know his children? How why would God give them to the enemy? There should be a reason. Then I now had to go to, you know, this some um, dig, dig the background, you know, information. Joachim is the son of Josiah. Just so we understand how this thing came about. Joachim is the son of Josiah. Josiah did did righteous in the sight of God. If you are reading, if you read King Second Kings and all these first kings, somebody will be hearing things like Joachim reigned in this one. He did righteous in the sight of God. This one did even in the sight of God. So Joachim did righteous. Yes, Joachim did righteous in the sight of God. But this one, no, sorry, Josiah did righteous, that's the father in the sight of God. But this one, Jehakim, he was 25 years when he started reigning, 25 years old. He did evil. He abused his people. He murdered God's servant. That was when Jeremiah was one of the prophets. You know, Jeremiah was always crying. He's, he's responsible. <laughs> Jeremiah was always crying. God, though, this guy will finish also. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why you, you see that most times they... Um, Jeremiah is being noted as um, the weeping prophet. Okay, but that's not just the reason anyway. So, so Jeremiah was always asking God for his life, like, why is this guy? Because he will come and take the prophets, murder them without anything. So something happened. Jeremiah kept on speaking, warning him about the word of God. He didn't pay attention. Do you know what this guy did? This guy went to um, told Jeremiah, okay, let me see what the Lord said. It's like during those days when God speaks to you, you have to write it down on a scroll, you know, like a pep. That one, you know, scroll now. If we watch all these old in, um, um, Bible, Bible new movies, yes. So they'll write them down, write it down. Do you know <laughs> this guy said, do you know Jehakim read it? 
after reading it, he commanded them to burn it. It was, it's like a sacrilege, like, you know, burning the word of God. He burns it. But that was not, when, when he did that, he drew a line. That was where the problem started. So in Jeremiah 36, 27 to 32, God's words to Jehoiakim, he told Jehoiakim, he, he shall have no one to sit on the throne of David, and his dead body shall be cast out to the heat of the day, and the first of the night, I will punish him, his family, and his servants for their iniquity, and I will bring on them, on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, on the men of Judah, all, all the doom that I have pronounced against them, but they did not heed. So what do you know what does this thing means? It means that any area you are disregarding the word of God has a generational implication. Do you understand? Like this thing has nothing to do with even Daniel, but somehow because of um, Joachim, he's already a priest as he is like a priest to the, to the, um, to Israel. He's the king. So because of his disobedience and, you know, the punishment, you know, burning the word of God, disregarding the word of God, it had a generational implication. They had to go to exile. So that was where this thing started from, because I had to go back, you know, to get this knowledge. So that was where the exile started from. Then verse one, verse two, as I was telling you guys, like what makes the Lord to give someone, especially, for example, I'm going to be using daughters because we are women, okay, into the hand of the enemy. You know, when God's word is defied and related to the background, you know, when you don't take the word of God seriously, when you don't want to even live by his precept, it's not your whole head deck. You think it's for ministers or for people that think they are prophets or pastors. Do you understand? You don't, you don't care about it. That is, you know, and you can marry someone that God has asked you not to marry. You know so that is not the will of God for your life. You know, even if they, there's one... <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's one, one lady I was asking one day. I told her, we were, we were going back and forth with this guy. They were in a relationship and so many issues. So I now told the guy, okay, I want to dig you. Okay, look at your life in the next five years. Do you see this guy in your future? She said, no. I said, okay, thank God we are arriving somewhere. My dear, I don't even know if it's get to, got to three months. They started telling me that they're getting married. Now they're married, problem from one. As in, I don't understand. Like, I'm even tired myself. I don't even want to know the, the, <laughs> like, I will call her, call her, we'll talk for hours. Are you still person in your future? No. How did you not get, get a whole, like, you're doing a whole wedding? I don't understand. <laughs> now, all the, <laughs> now, all those issues. So, that is when God will just go and hand you over to the enemy. That time your head is touching, will not give you a hair. You gotta marry one of the I don't know, I don't want to call anybody name, but what I'm saying is that like you know, you can start up so many things that things and you can fail, you know, you start up so many things that God did not ask you to start up. They'll say, Hey, real estate is giving money, you start. Mm. Open this shop, do this one. And you're doing a lot of things. Do you understand? You know, that's why we keep struggling. So somewhere along the line, the word of God was disregarded. So it's something we should also ask ourselves, like, you know, where is that place? That we disregard the word of God because right now we might not see a school and we burn it, but our actions do the same thing. Do you understand? So that's um what I got. Like that was that that's just the, the answer I got. So is that serious that God can use because of because of disregarding his word? He can hand you over to a like to the enemy. He can, you know how Paul will be saying we hand this person over to the devil. <laughs> when when the church have finished what they got. And Paul will say, to his brother, this one, we hand him over to the devil. Let the devil take care of him. You know? <laughs> I didn't understand that particular passage of the scripture. It's not like today I understood it. Please. Um, I'm, 
is another country. I think one book we studied that you know, explaining what it means to hand over someone to the devil. So you hand over to the devil will be tormenting the person. Tormenting the person. That you don't have any protection any longer. And but God can preserve your soul. So maybe you die of one sickness, but you still go to heaven and all that. So so it's like handing you over to the enemy. So you see how I heard that I please I didn't know he was not there. What I want to say is that like I I read I read that they dragged Joachim in a mod. Uh, they dragged him to Babylon. Like you know how the king in a rope dragged him, attached him to a mule or something. They dragged him to Babylon. That was how he was disgraced. Why? Because he disregarded the word of God. So it's something that we should also it like it calls for a check. Even me, like, where am I disregarding the word of God? You know, some of us that God can say, can tell things like, Chidema, do this one. Chidema, don't do this one. Chidema. Then you now be like, mm, I'll still do this later. <laughs> My dear. You know, in the word of God, there's also timing. It's not like you wake up one day, start doing what he said you should do last year. You now wake up and say, hey, God, I should do this in life. Let me yeah. start today now. <laughs> so so that, that's it for, for verse 2. Then I'll just say verse four, then other because I think almost all the verses, but let me just talk about verse four. He says something in verse four young men in whom there were no blemished. That's the criteria to choose um, Daniel. Um, the king wanted people that are gifted in wisdom, they have knowledge, they have ability to serve in the king's palace, and you know, they have they even speak well, you know, literature and all that, so they can teach them. So, as I was reading this, I was like, wow, like. I started asking myself, Chidima, do you have an ability in you to stand in the king's palace? Like, I would, like I just asked myself this question. If I get to the king's palace now, like, do I have any ability? Do I have an, any ability in me to stand in the king's palace? Do you understand? Like, you don't prepare in the king's palace. You prepare for the king's palace. I, I had to note down this particular word. Like, you don't prepare. You, know, you don't go to the king's palace and you are preparing. No. You prepare for the king's palace. Yes. So you see how Daniel, they were already prepared without blemish. At least they were. This life is not fair. This life is not fair. But I'll still go. I'll still go to that part. So, like, unwise. Like, how do you prepare? How about the? You know, sometimes you ask yourself. You you don't even know what you did today. You're not productive. Procrastination. Unwise use of your time. You scroll to social media endlessly. Character. Some some women are rude. Like, if you speak to them, eh. You'll be asking yourself, is someone married this person, Abby? Degree of skill, no zero. People are learning digital marketing. You don't want nothing. You don't, you just carry your cute self and you think that's you. No. That's why you go to palace. You don't even say everybody, you know, everybody's carrying long hair and nails. See, people are busy with their life. Do you understand? If you carry long nails, an additional thing, but see, everybody's busy with their life. And, you know, there's a degree to this skill thing. There is superficial level, intermediate, deeper level. So if you are at superficial level, maybe they might tell you to start the gates first. Start the gate of the uh, at the gate of the palace. Let's be looking at you. Intermediate, maybe you might come and enter into one bungalow. Maybe one boy spot there. They'll be observing you. But if you get that, that your skill is the deep one, the deeper level, hey, you can talk. You can talk with the likes. You think you can, you know, there's there is there's a skill you have. You be you can you can have relationship with people like Dan Gote and almost all these people. It's not about whether they are born again or not. It does not have anything to do with it. The thing is that, do you have an ability? Let's not be um, hiding under um, speaking in tongues. Do you have any ability in you to stand in the king's palace? 
how do you coordinate yourself? Like, how do you even eat? They will give you a fork and knife. You mix one knife and one side. Like, you don't even know what... You see, Sabe, you don't even know what is used for. Napkin. You, ah, God. You don't even know what... <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know all these things. So, you don't prepare in the king's palace. You prepare for the palace. You don't know how... You don't have a relationship with, with the Holy Spirit. You are not rooted in God. So, because when you get to that palace, you now see the arrogance, the pride of those princes. So that's why you need to know the word of God. You, they, if care is not taken, they will drag you into their mess. They don't even know. Some of them don't even know they are left, right? They just saw themselves there. You know, maybe a privilege or opportunity or something. That's why you never have to be guided in the Holy Spirit. You know, you have discernment, knowledge in relevant areas. Okay. So I, I also put something in this verse. So after talking about verse, so I'll, I'll stop so someone else can talk. Your ability gives room to opportunities. Like, that's one thing I also noted. Your ability gives room to opportunities. Do you understand? Like, nobody's interested in teaching those that don't know anything. That's why I'm saying life is, this life is not fair. You say, ah, I don't know anything, I will learn on the job. Nobody's interested. If you don't know anything, nobody wants to, people want to invest in people that know something. Do you understand? So your ability gives room to opportunities. That's why the, the king said, let us see these people that they that they don't have any blemish they're good looking you know they have wisdom let us teach them we don't want people that don't that are illiterate people that don't even have anything so we don't have strength to start asking them you know they will work on the job no so they're interested in training those with a history of some sort of ability so what is our history so we need to ask ourselves like those um on next examination like, what do I have? If I see myself, if you see yourself, you stumble into, um, where is this place again? Um, I don't know what they call Nigerian distance. Asorok. Mm -hmm. You stumble into Asorok. What will you do there? Or will you go there with the vibe and be a kabashin? I'm not saying you're not kabash, but what else? Do you understand? So people don't see like a mad person. Like, what, what else? What's your ability? Do you get Okay, you see yourself in somehow you just see yourself in in Hollywood. I'm not saying Hollywood. You see yourself in Hollywood. You know, you see all those celebrities and and you know, if people talk, you see people that like you see what how you know stars and all that. Like what what else? What's your ability? Why will you blend in? You see yourself. Okay, you see yourself in in, in Washington DC. How will you be there looking intimidated, shy? Ha! Now where am I? You you know. If that is what you are thinking, that's even where we've not you that means you're not ready. So we need to ask ourselves the way because I'm asking myself that question: which ability do I have? Like that I can I can confidently stand in front of any king in this world. I can confidently stand in front of any system in this world. You know, I can I can comfortably say, yes, I can defend this part of me. This is what I want to like, you know, I can talk about. This is what I'm bringing to the table. Not just I'm not just bringing um I have the spirit of God. I hope the Holy Spirit. I have. I know. I'm guarded in the Word of God, um, which is the most important thing. That the anointing. That's what brought you to that place in the first place. But there should be, you know. I also have know all these things. I have character. I have integrity. All those things that is cast. I have it. You don't see these things common everywhere. So what is your ability? I think I'm going to stop here. I still have verse five, verse seven, verse eight. Oh God. So please let me allow someone to talk. Just hope you guys can hear me. <laughs> I'm someone else can can you know talk. Someone else can talk. Are you guys not saying anything? I'm um, okay, G. Definitely. Oh shit. 
we can hear you, Dima. That was really okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was a really interesting one. Thank you. It doesn't really reach where me. I want to talk, Sha. <laughs> so for now, I'll just I'll just be listening. Okay, no problem. No but the book of Daniel, the especially this chapter one and two, it was an interesting mm -hmm. read. And um, mm. definitely, like you said, like you said, if if one if one has to find themselves in um, places of higher uh, ranking, places of higher authority, what makes you outstanding? What do you have to bring to the table? What makes you, um, yeah? I, was, I mean, outstanding is just, when I was reading when I was reading um, chapter one. I was just imagining. Um, sorry. I was just imagining um how I was just imagining the confidence that the four of them had. You know, like they they knew that they didn't need any extra grooming, like to eat um the king's food and drink the king's wine in order to be befitting, because they already knew what they had in them. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So I felt like mm, this is I mean, I don't know how to put it, Sha, but that when I was reading the when I was reading that particular place, it made it made a lot of impact to me though. It made a lot of impact. Having solid foundation already rooted in Christ, not in the worldly things, not 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 when you're groomed based on worldly things. You understand? When you when you already have your solid foundation rooted in Christ, that already yeah, that already gives you a level of confidence. Mm -hmm. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you. Yeah. I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay. Are you done? Okay, yes, I can hear you. Are you done? Yeah, basically. Okay. Okay, can you? Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. I want to speak. No, I'm Hello. enjoying myself listening. I'm enjoying myself listening. <laughs> no, You're I'm listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs> that that enjoyment will stop now, please. I have contribute. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Okay, okay, now don't have time. Well, if you guys want me to be talking, I can be talking you know, until you say I want to say something. <laughs> then, if you okay, do you want to say something? Let me know. Yes, I mean, Dima, the way that you're dissecting the the uh, the person of animals, if you're even going beyond chapter one and chapter two, I mean, please just take the floor already <laughs> because I. To you, it's making all the sense because you're you're including a lot of tiny details that puts the whole story together. People just continue. <laughs> okay, 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 is the coordinator. Okay, um, okay, can you hear me? Okay, can you hear me, please? Can you hear okay. Okay, are you here? I want to 
Okay, should I continue? All right, so um, okay, continue. Okay, do you want me to continue or you want to say something? No, you can say you can continue. I will say later, Daniel. Okay, 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 okay. You so, can continue. Um, all right, okay, okay, thank you. Okay, all right. So um verse five. All right, if you look at verse five. The the and the king appointed them a daily provision of the kings. We we already know that. So they granted them access to meat. Okay. So what it means is that they, they were granted access to provisions, to resources. Okay. Um and when I was studying this, like what I was I was just I just um, picked from there is like you don't seek for the kings, for the king's meat if you don't carry anything. Like nobody will hand you anything, like I said earlier. Okay. So they were already they they gave them resources, provisions. That was what was allocated to those people that already have ability. So they were granted access to to the king as well. Maybe if maybe you might have access to maybe the person, the PA or somebody that can you know get to the king. Depends. Okay. So you want your business to attract 1,000 customers abroad. Like how much have you invested in it? How much have you invested in it? How much have you invested in yourself? Okay, and um, it's just it's just trying to let us know that resources come to you when you are when you are valuable to an extent. We are not asking you to be valuable hundred percent, or maybe you have everything figured out, like yeah, you're already there, everything is figured out. No, um, but at least you have to be valuable for people to trust you with their resources or with their time and with their gifts. With you know, most of all this, it's not just about kings and all that, but in different parts of our life, different areas of our life, like resources come to you when you are valuable to an extent. And verse seven, verse seven, um, they say something like to them, the chief, okay, they gave them a new name. Yes, this, this is an interesting one. They gave them a new name. I was asking, okay, why is it necessary? Why, why would Nebuchadnezzar bother giving them a new name? Like you already have Daniel and I you know their names. I don't know, but like, why would they give them a new name? Why would they bother? But in the realm of the spirit, uh, there is something about a name. That's why we talk about the God of Abraham. And you see some people, they will just, they, are not, they will pray in the name of Jesus Christ. So, but they will just say, Father, remember the covenant you have with your, with your, son, with your son, Abraham, or with your son, David. Uh, God will say, uh, David, no, I, I, cannot, I cannot bypass this thing. Is David, no, you just talked about, you just called David. Now, David, this guy is the man after my heart. You know, Abraham is my friend. You know, you just, immediately, you just call that name. Something, you know, stirs up on the, you know, God just, he calls his attention. That's why he called the name of Jesus. There is something specific about a name. It's not just about the physical part of it, which you, and maybe as a form of identity. It goes beyond that. So, Nebuchadnezzar, see, these people, he just also told me that these people are spiritual. You think that... You think that we are the only people that are spiritual? Maybe, maybe pastors or ministers or maybe as a child of God, a Christian. No. All these people, they know the principles. They know how these things work. It's just that it's unfortunate. There you go, my son is crying. It's just that it's unfortunate that it's in the kingdom that most of us are, you know, we just keep an eye as if nothing is happening. He gave them a new name because he knows the gravity of what a name means in the spirit. So he knows that... Eh, if I can, if I can name Daniel, I can control their, I can control whatever. I can control their mind. I can control their territory. You know, that's why God, that's why God can do 
with a nation according to his relationship with someone's name okay so he had to give daniel a name and the rest a new name that's the other the other three so that he can have access to their mind and confine them to his territory because as long as he's consigned and as long as they bear their original name he will not have charge over them it is a law in the spirit it's not something like it's, it's something i say my my name is not chidema again okay this is your name or there's some there is another name that be, that's been given to you there's something he does there's something he does so it goes beyond that if you look at abraham look at david look at jacob look at israel you see that god can do with a nation because of a name he said, if it's, if it's for Israel, because of the covenant I have with Jacob, no, Israel will not go under. That's why some of the things we are battling now is still the same problem. So many things, even the protection we have, the Africa, so many things that is happening is still, when God remembers his covenant with those names, that's why Nebuchadnezzar understood this. He gave them a name. You just, I think you just so we have that idea. We don't just take names casually. And we also leverage on the names of Okay, people, you know, fathers that have gone before us. I think I thought about it in chapter two. Fathers that go before us. You talk about God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? So um, that's just for that verse seven. So verse eight, verse eight. But Daniel proposed in his heart, like, I already know this, like, we already know this particular pastor of scripture. Oge talked about it and she explained it well, okay? But I was asking myself, and I know Daniel proposed, but why did Daniel think the drink was defied? Like, why? Why, why? I know, I know he proposed, but why, why did Daniel even think that, okay, the king, the drink was defied? Like, what, why, what was in his mind? Okay. Because I, I feel that it was presented to idols before the distributors, before they give you the food, they, it's going, it's already, they'll bless it with the idols or with their gods. You know, for example, all this thing you say, oh, yeah, I'm a child of God, but I'm going to take, I'll, I'll take up was or in the village, all those things that they, they see people do. You see someone that is a born again Christian, you see the person, the person go to the, to the village and go and take red cap and, and that person is saying that he's a child of like i don't understand you they'll still go and do all the rights in the in the in the shrine and come and give you that red cap you wear it so it's like it's like the same thing and daniel was like i it, it's not it's not going to work it's not going to work if daniel had taken it the sacrifice on that altar we speak against him and to be honest with you i also have that feeling that it will cloud his vision like the sacrifice on that altar because it's not just the food that they sacrifice there are other things that they sacrifice so example you know you see about you talk about generational courses you know principles you see some family even though they're born again but you say ah but you know this day we dedicate this day for masquerade so no i know we are born again but to be honest on thursdays are for masquerade you know like you see them and say no once every year we go and do our rights like as Igbo tradition or any tradition maybe it might be Yoruba or anything so you see them, but, but they say they are born again Christians, okay? And I think the second the second reason why Daniel did not take them, I think is because he wants to be in alignment with what God is doing, okay? So so the meats, the meat here can be maybe over consumption of social media, it can be Netflix, it can be negative relationship, it can be, you know, your background, okay? Atmosphere in your workplace, it can be religion too, sir, your mindset, okay? So... He had to turn down the king's meat, which is painful. Like he would love to, to be honest, we would, we would love to, you know, watch movies right now, you know, relax, chill, watch whatever. Learn that even Big Brother Nigeria started, you can even start that one. Do, you know, watch all those things. Turning down the king's meat is painful. It will cost you, okay? But, but what it means is this, that, you know, when Daniel turned in, what it means, you know, it can mean fasting. 
he might be studying, you know, reading for to develop himself. Like we talked about the ability you have to stand in the king's palace, but it will be worth it. It will be worth it. And I, I just, I also made a statement here that there is a price to pay to command the loyalty of nations or generations. So no matter, no matter where God has called you, the prophecy that I said over your head, there is a price you must pay. Okay, is a price that Daniel and his friends are paying, and you know the other Jewish um his his brothers. Let me just say, are paying. Okay, if God has said something concerning over your life, you must pay the price to command the loyalty of nations of your generation. You see all these people. We see somehow they command, you know, power, influence, wealth, even in the kingdom, ministers, and you know most of them too. Even in the business marketplace and all that, career-wise, professionals. You see, you have to pay the price. If you don't pay the price, nobody is interested in what you carry. Okay, you don't only need anointing; you need character. If it's the price of character, go and pay it. You need character. Why am I saying character? Because Daniel requested. Daniel requested. He he did not say it. Ah, please, I'm born again. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. What are you doing? Please, I'm. I refuse to eat the king's meat. I'm not eating. Do you know my authority in the kingdom? Do you know the anointing of God over my life? No, do not do that. He knew that the gods they were serving are nothing compared to what he has experienced personally. The king, the god of, of the heavens, as, as it was being mentioned, or you know, the um God, he they've seen the mighty hands of God as Israelites. So he knows the God, he knows that this small, small God that does not talk is nothing compared to the God he has experienced. But he was not proud, he did not just stand at what were these people. He requested you, you talk about character. He, he said, Sir, please. Eh? Um, I know this is what the king said, but um, I, I don't want my, me, me and my friend, like we said, I'm not going to eat it. Please, is it possible? Do you understand? He did not, he just requested. He requested. He, he was not just puffed up and starts doing things. And after verse 9, I will, I will, I will stop so that other, someone else can talk. So verse 9, he said, now God brought Daniel into favor and good will of the chief of the Enoch. Do you understand? Now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow. Immediately, God saw Daniel's heart, heart posture towards him and his kingdom. He granted Daniel favor. All of them that with 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 his brothers, he granted them favor immediately. Immediately, they said, "No, we are not going to join these people. We are not going to do this thing." Immediately, it's as if like God was waiting. He was watching. That's why you know sometimes we are doing our normal activity. God is watching. He's watching. He wants to see. Let me know how hard this my my daughter will go for me. Let me know how hard this my daughter will defend my name. Let me know how hard, you know. Let me even know her heart posture. Immediately, Daniel, they, they, like it would God would have given them, God would have given them favor before then. But God was waiting for something. He said, now, not yesterday, God saw Daniel's heart posture towards him and he granted Daniel favor. So what it means is that it just taught me that. There is something that provokes favor in the kingdom. Alignment to God and the kingdom provokes favor. No matter, no matter what. It, like, you know, favor, eh? Like favor, like favor is something that is something that you see physically, not something that you see in the realm of the spirit. You see physically, it's happening in your life. You just see you are favored. Small, small thing. You just say, oh, how did this thing happen? Like you see favor, you command favor. Like you are being favored. It's not every time you, you know bad luck. Right? No, you see favor is visible. You see the results. So if you align, if you want to provoke um, God's favor over your life, this is like a secret. Now this is not like a um, something that God hid. It's something that God just hid in this, like a principle God hid here. Align yourself to God and the kingdom. It will provoke favor God over your life. 
if you want to um if you want if you want to turn down favor don't align yourself just leave yourself and you know be doing here for today tomorrow whatever we see um if i let me go to church today tomorrow no maybe how does it let me just go because on sunday now what am i doing everybody's going to church. Is it so it's not be you you now go to church now tomorrow you say ah let me keep this bible all these serious people taking this god thing seriously this they should come as shilo the generation let's hustle everybody they hustle i beg me i want i want hustle see these people are making it you know and that is your posture then don't forget about it but if you align yourself the easier way to provoke favor is to align yourself to god and his kingdom then in verse 10 am i should i go to verse 10 okay verse 10 he now told he now said in verse 10 prove your servants he, he asked the, he told the enoch you know prove your servants with his brothers prove your servants he said prove your servants and i um abi verse 10 yeah he said prove your servants so what it means that daniel was confident with what god is about to do he was not trying to confirm or guess it he, he already knows god's capacity they had confidence in god like some of us we just read our bible we go to church but we don't even know god we quote scripture self you say ah the gospel is for me to to live and not die to give me an expectant you know those we just be quoting scripture up and down flying throwing bullets from one place but we don't even know god but daniel he knew god he it was in chapter 10 you know that i ah, know daniel knew god it's not like um a preacher preached and, and daniel quoted one verse and maybe posted it on social media daniel you know when someone's saying god is faithful he knows it experience he has seen it happen in his life he's not guessing it so when he he, he was telling the you know he said prove your servants he is it, it takes a level of confidence to make that statement it's like going to it's like going to um, um buhari's and um, pa and you tell buhari's pa i know this is what buhari is saying i know this is the policy he wants to bring but listen and eh, give me 10 days just give me 10 days give us give me 10 days if i don't meet this target by t- by tomorrow by in in in, the, in 10 days then whatever you see do whatever that pleases you ha. it takes a level of confidence that is not in himself so it supersedes um saying you know this and say have confidence in yourself so now when i see that type of statement i'll be laughing there's a there's a <laughs> there's a point in life that confidence in yourself will not help you it's, you have to have confidence in something bigger than you. So Daniel did not even just have confidence. It's not like a physical confidence that you say, oh, self-love, have confidence in yourself. No, it's bigger than that. He had confidence in what he carries. He had confidence in what he has seen God do. He knows that if God has done this, he has replicated this thing in the life of, in, the, in their life, even as Israelites. And like, even as you look at them, they're not even normal, the common children you see common um, Israelites you see on the road like you see their description they were without they were knowledgeable they it's as if like they know what God has done with the fathers they've read what's happened in Jericho they see what God has done so they had that understanding so his confidence was in that in what God has done not in their ability to know something their ability to speak well the ability to maybe look fair because from what the description means that like they are handsome do you understand and maybe to look presentable to the king no they had confidence in something bigger than them. That was why along the line, people that had confidence in their charm, <laughs> it started failing them. It was still Daniel. 
along the line, they tested the confidence. It, there was a test of their confidence. You now see people that tested in their in their ability to speak well, in their ability to, you know, their astrologic ability, their seeing ability or whatever. <laughs> it now boiled down to that confidence because Daniel immediately, Daniel already knew where he was going. He knew where it was, where his confidence came from. He said, please give me a minute, give me some time. Let me just, you know, go back and recharge. So um, confidence and, you know, um, what the, the statement that I made here is confidence is built as a result of relationship. You cannot build a confidence, you cannot have confidence if there is no, how will I put it? Confidence is built as a result of relationship. It was because of relationship with God. There's this, there's a way you know somebody, you know, oh, Chidema, I know this is what Chidema would do. No, don't worry, Shana, Chidema will not, she will not be stressed if I know her. It's, it's easy because you already have, you had relationship with this person. I say, oh no, Flora, ah, no, Flora is a good, I know. Don't worry, I know. I'm the one now. I'm the one telling you, I know. So it's, 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 it's as a result of relationship. So I think I'm going to stop here. Then I'll begin in verse 13 when Oge is done talking. Thank you. Okay, can you hear me? Can you guys, oh, can you guys, can you guys hear me? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so after he proposed in his heart, where I am, and God gave him favor in the sight of the prince, and all, <clears throat> and they were able to um, do what they said in verse seventeen. They now received after doing um, what they proposed in, the, um, in their hearts. Um, they now received the um, knowledge and skill from God because verse seventeen said that. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill and all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding. You know, it was just Daniel that had understanding in all visions and dreams. So they had to specify that he had that gift. God gave them that gift. Okay. So building on what Tidima said now, because of um, aligning yourself with the kingdom of God, aligning yourself with what God is doing, he answered and gave them this gift. And that sometimes you see it in your life that when you are just chasing after God, when you're just focused on what God is doing, somehow you just start seeing some, some manifestations in your life in different ways. You see favor, things that people struggle with become easy for you. You see gifts like gifts and gifts of like gifts of the spirit, just like how he had understanding of visions and dreams. You see gifts of the spirit manifest in your life. Gift of word of wisdom, knowledge, understand. Even when you do not plan, you don't say, oh God, give me this. Oh God, just because of that alignment. And that's what we say in verse 17. That's what I got from verse 17. So, okay, next verse I, I, I talked about. Okay, I still talked about the gifts part too, where they told them, okay, so that means it's actually a gift. There's a gift. There's a there's a gift to understand, to to tell a dream and to interpret the dream. So God gave them that. Okay, and then I entered Daniel two. Okay, Daniel two was my next part. Okay, can I complete Daniel one? So we don't join to Daniel two. Okay, and then that part he said that okay, in all matters of wisdom and when they were examined, after God gave them this skill, knowledge, visions, like gifts and all said they were examined among all the astrologers and all that, and they were found 10 times better than all of them in the king's palace. So it's just like an outpouring, an outflow of what we've said, the relationship with God and oh, God now give them favor between um, in, the, in, in, um, in the sight of men. 
So we're seeing that, okay, the, uh, um, there's, even though we're not looking for the um, things we will gain when we chase God, when we develop this relationship with God, when we want to know what God is doing and align his kingdom. So somehow these things are just things that flow out. You see yourself becoming like a 10 times excellent in things you do when you just study. Because when they said, when they say apply yourself to the kingdom, it does not, it does not bring laziness. Like Timah would say, it's not when God, God will give you instructions. When you're aligning yourself to what God is doing, he's giving you instructions, do this, learn this, do this. And somehow as you're doing those things, he's helping you develop skill and excellence in the things you do. So it is like God um, giving you speed, giving you excellence, giving you wisdom. Some of might just be learning this with their, all their strength. And maybe you try to learn that and you learn it fast, fast, and you apply it and it shows excellence. People will wonder, oh, how did you learn this thing? How did you do it? It's different from what all oh, me have been doing. So I think that's, that's the outflow of um, aligning yourself with um, God's will and what God is doing. Okay, so that's what I got in that part. So we can um, talk about the other parts before we go to rest. Uh, for me, the, my highlight chapter in one. chapter one was basically like Dima pointed out the confidence they had in God based on their relationship with God. So they didn't even need, um, let's just say, the wine and the king's wine and the king's meat was some sort of ex, you know extra training. You know that the uh, that everybody was supposed to receive generally they didn't even need that i mean we're talking of wine and meat here but they asked for mm. vegetables we're talking of you eating mm. meat you're asking for grass hello do you get mm. they know they they already knew <laughs> for me though it was a confidence and then another <laughs> sorry like I just remember that scripture that when you said that it's not it's not about meat and oh I just remember the part said that um the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking but in the living of righteousness holiness mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah just... yeah 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 another 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 thing I just observed is verse seventeen um okay like you pointed out to those four youths God gave wisdom and proficiency in literature that's that's what my own Bible says and then it says and to Daniel the gift of interpreting visions and dreams. So when you get to chapter two, you see that it was actually Daniel that interpreted the visions and dreams. Now what happened? God prepared him ahead of time for a specific thing that was going to come up much later. The gift of interpreting visions and dreams. And also I feel it has to do with him not defiling himself. It's connected to Uh, Yeah, Uh yeah. And, And then eventually, when they were now all assessed, they found those four to be ten times better than everyone else. I mean, it's just it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so Dima, you can continue with chapter two. if you have anything to say, Okay, Then anyone. I'm listening. No, listener. Okay, she's listening. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought I was trying that one. Yes, obviously. Okay, so um, um, verse thirteen. He says some. He says something about. I'll be first. Move to chapter two. But I think chapter two, Sha. For me, there was nothing. It was not that much to me, like chapter one. So chapter in chapter and verse 13, he said, then let our appearance be examined before you 
and the appearance of the young men that ate the portion of the king's meat. And you now, you know, deal with us as you see fit. So, I'm sorry, I think I need to come down. I just went downstairs to bring Zion. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, you can what drink I, water. <laughs> my dear, this children, my dear. So, what, mm-hmm. what, I, what I got there is this. Uh, you cannot be defined with what we have mentioned above. You know, we know what we mentioned, that is definement. It can be anything. So it depends on your personal dealing. <laughs> and and intend to appear like those that did not define themselves. I don't, let me say it again. You cannot be defined with whatever we mentioned above. And intend to appear like those that did not define themselves. It's not possible. When I was growing up, I think when, um, you know, I personally, like I knew, I don't know, I think it's just the grace of and mercy of God. I... I, I was I, I I saw myself you know how would I just put it okay let me just I got born again early in life okay so um that time those times when I saw what some of my mates were doing I was just saying in my mind like you know I just had this mantra I was just telling my friends then I don't know whether it was a form of encouragement to ourselves <laughs> but I was just saying that I was just saying them listen eh, you cannot you cannot serve God like a mad person in this life and your life remained the same like I, I i kept on saying this thing like we were i think maybe you said when was it was in js3 or ss1 like i'll be saying this to myself like i was telling them you cannot serve like we cannot be it's not possible we cannot compare our life tomorrow do you get and somehow i still even though you know you'll be seeing something like ah are you sure you should man you know life will come and try to make you question that statement please you see all these people that are not believers see their life oh. Are you sure you know what you're saying? <laughs> but mm-hmm. I still stand in that world. I still stand on it. Okay. You cannot defy yourself. And tomorrow you want us. You might have all the money and all that too. We will still have all the money, but we have peace. We have impact, yeah. generational impact. We have influence. We touch lives and nations. We don't just have money to buy a car and build houses. Do you understand? Like we have all these things. Much more beyond that, we commune with the Holy Spirit. We have God, you know what it means to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit? Like he tells you things. You mm-hmm. you are you interact with, you know, some mysteries and encounters. So tomorrow, I will, I'm still on that word. You cannot, we cannot be the same. You cannot define yourself and expect me also to be. It's not possible. So I think um, I, I now wrote down something that time is the test for alignment. Time is the test for alignment. It's time. It is time will tell whether you are aligned or not. Give yourself 10 years. Give yourself 15 years. Time will tell whether you are just busy wasting our time or you are just busy, you know, going about your business or busy hustling. Time is the best test for alignment, okay? Don't argue. Don't just argue with people or don't argue, oh, serve God, this one, no, say I'll be wasting your time now. Don't argue. Time will tell. Time will tell. But on a side note, on a side note, he said that they should increase, that should look at their appearance or something. Um, we already know the health, the benefits of eating healthy. So I don't want to dwell on that one. Please, let's try, especially women. I was talking to my husband yesterday. I was saying, my husband, I see men normally have pot bellies. Or what's happening? He said, eh, well, it's true, but like women already, if they get married, they will stop going, to, they will stop caring about themselves. That's what I say is not true. He said, I should look now. My dad wanted to agree, but I remember that sometimes if I come to the gym, I think I'm only the person, I want one lady. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I you have the, 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 the 
<laughs> so now I'm asking myself what was happening. Do you understand? I wanted to argue with everybody there. Even this evening, I went there. Everybody, men, men. I think I was the only person or one. I don't. That lady did not come to exercise. Other everybody there was men. So he was not telling me. And I said, ah, these women, we should do better for our children. We need to do better. You know, try and eat healthy, exercise. You must not go to the gym. Just walk, skip anything. Just do something. So that's. That's the side note. That's, that's what I'm saying on the side note. Then verse 14. I want us to eh? I want us to I want I want I want us to have it so have a way to believe that favor is real. You see what the Enoch did? He consented to them on the matter. He, he agreed. He didn't even know why. Like, why would I agree to this? for he, um, Jewish people. How will I agree to these people? That There are people that are in exile. Why will I agree to them? But he agreed. So it means that favor is real. It's, you have to find a way to believe that people and nations can consent to your disposition. Mm. Like people and nations, like people can consent to, oh, Flora, is this what you're saying? Yes, we believe what you're saying. We believe that this thing you're saying will save our nation. Do you understand? That is why before you get that favor, your heart must be vetted before it falls on, before before it falls on you, so that you don't drive nations and kings in the wrong direction. Because whenever that favor comes, it's like a charm. Whatever you are saying stands, stands. Okay. So that's why a king will come and say, Oh, yes. So that's why you use your influence. Whatever. Anything. Mm. That because already know that favor. I was like, the um mm. the, the servant was telling Enoch was telling them that if you guys don't do what the king has requested, mm. you my head will go in for it but then exactly yeah but then they still requested that just give us 10 days for so and so and, so, and just like mm-hmm. that he consented that piece of exactly. it is head though mm-hmm. on the line yeah on the line so let's just believe that favor favor is real so verse 15 and at the end of the day okay they became fat and flat so what i want to say there is that what we are they eating like let's even tell ourselves the truth i've done daniel fast before i did it this year anyway the first seven days you know it's 21 day fasting if it's the daniel i don't know i think they have the 10 day fast and 21 what i did was 21 days daniel fast so let's even tell ourselves the truth some of them don't you think that some of them there are vegetarians that they don't serve they serve them um, they, they might have some of them, even these pulses there. There might be some of them that by default, they don't absorb me. They don't eat meat. Mm. They're vegetarians. So we, I was asking myself, well, what were they eating? It's much more than pulses and, you know, um, beans and, you know, legumes and um, vegetables and fruits. It's much more than that. So I'm sure there were vegetarians there. They were feeding. The only thing, the only justification that came to my spirit was that they were feeding on God's word. Immediately, yeah. immediately, yeah. My, you know, my spirit, yes, my spirit went to 2 Corinthians 3 verse, verse 18. In fact, I'm even talking to you, I'm even, I'm even feeling it in my spirit. He said verse 18, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, no, let me use AMP, Amplified. Okay. He said, and we all with unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord 
are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory which comes from the lord who is the spirit so what it means is this that it is only the word of god that has the capacity to change the life of a man even physically it does not have anything to do with the food it has everything to do with the word they cut out meat they cut out so many things they were feeding on something more than that pulses they will not have spelled it out because maybe the person that wrote the Enoch, they might not even know. Do you understand? It is the word of God that can change someone that will wake up one day and ah, your face, everything is radiated. That's why people that see God, people that have seen God, you cannot look at their face and it will be normal again. Yeah. You cannot look at if someone has said, I've seen Jesus Christ, their face will not be normal again. So, what it means is that. This person has seen God. Imagine they might not even be reading the word of God like Bible. Maybe they might be communing with God hmm? in, the, in their place of prayer or maybe in their private places. But what it means is this. As they were communing with God, we can remember what the word of God says. said the word, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So what it means is that God is the word. So whenever we, when Jesus Christ came to this earth, we were just interacting with the word. Even in Genesis, in the beginning was the word. So God, in the beginning was God. So the word has been there. So they were communing with the word. That was why when they told that, then I said, wait, like, give me time. Let me go back to the word. It might not even be the Bible part, but if they were interacting, you know, entering dimensions of the spirit. So I think it has more to do with what, you know, they were interacting with that normal food. Please, yeah, beans, beans and other legumes is not something that will make somebody to be shining like that. Please, <laughs> <laughs> let's not even be deceived. Before I say, hey, let me do that first. I will not be looking healthy and fat. And what's that? And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's beyond the normal food intake. I'm not doing fasting again, no. <laughs> this one, people, they load up on ah, it's plantain. I think if I will eat plantain then because it's also among the things you can eat. But you don't eat milk and dairy, all those things, okay. junks. You don't eat them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. So that's the thing. So you see people they be eating it. You say you eat this person fasting. Yeah, so, 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 uh, yes. So verse 16. So the overseer continued to withhold. No, I don't like that. That continued. Verse 16. Then the steward took away their portion of delicacy. So immediately I listen, I say, ah, 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 I thought I, I thought Daniel already told them we don't we don't want this thing. So it means that mm, it means that even though they rejected the king's meal, their portion was still there, mm -hmm. just in case they change their mind. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Just in case hmm, Daniel see your portion, no, they won. They I know you said they are not. Exactly. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, so it is not enough to stand up to a system, or maybe an attitude, or maybe your attitude or something. It's not enough to stand up to it. You have to be consistent enough to show that system or to show that thing that you mean business. Okay, to show. So it took Melza, that's the you know, ten days to know they meant business. It took it took him ten days. So sometimes you have to delay gratification as you focus on your length or your long term. But that was what Daniel and his friends did. That was what he did. 
you know, take away the pettiness, the gossip, the lukewarmness. You know, some of us, you know, most times Christians, they can be so lazy. Like, you know, you say, ah, the Holy Spirit will do it. Ah, God will help. Like, everything, God will help you prepare. If you see, I said, I said reading these things since yesterday or day for yesterday. Like, I'll do it. Ah, today, I not say God, one hour I was doing ah, what? Like, you know, be like, you know, normally it's very tempting to just read it like the normal Daniel you are reading. Like as I was reading, I was saying, Holy Spirit, open my eyes. Holy Spirit, I want to understand this thing. Open is not, I'm not just preparing this thing for for um for the tonight's study. I want you to speak to me fresh. I know I've read Daniel. Open it, open it, open it up, open it up. And you know, so maybe the look woman, the the, the nonchalancy, okay, the insecurity, take it away. Is is already looking at you. Take it away, so you know. Yes, I'm taking it away once and for all. So how do you take it away? May, um, you know, be create actionable steps, feasible steps on how to, you know, develop the new attitudes. Something that will help you. So it did not just. So it's not just enough to say I'm not doing. Ah, no, I'm not among them. All. No, by the time they show it to your face for ten days, will this still be standing? Is the consistency. It's, the cons- it's just showing us the power of consistency. They were consistent. They seven, no, we are not going to defy. I'm not going to defy myself with God's meal. Day eight, I am not going to defy myself. I don't care whether it's red chicken or, or fried chicken. I don't care. Day nine, day, day, day nine we are not going, I'm not going to defy myself with the, with the I don't care whether it's the, it's the red velvet cake I love or not. I don't care. Or it's the wine I love taking. Day 10, I don't. When the when you know say no, males are saying say no, these guys they mean the main business. I know, but let's just leave this guy. That's how Satan is persistent. Oh no, I for this guy's matter. Let me just leave. You know, it's like okay, Job, let me Job. God, you see Job now. Job has been there. You've you've protected him. It was even God suggesting them to Job. I've even tried. This Job guy, this Job guy loves you. You know, so it's the same thing, the consistency. So um, verse 17 is also one thing that I then I'm that thing that is that what is someone talking okay no. so um okay verse 17 and he said as for this young when God gave them knowledge okay we've talked about verse 17 but what I want to say there is this mm, some things will only come to your life when you pass that test some graces some anointing some dimensions you don't casually stroll into it. You have to pass the test of letting the meat slide. You have to pass that test too. You have to pass the test of letting you, you, it's not something that will just come and fall upon you. You have to pass the test. So that's what I got from verse 17. Some things immediately, they pass the test. What happened? It came upon them. Knowledge, skill, wisdom, dreams and vision. That was what came upon them. It just happened that Daniel's dimension was, you know, required in this particular. There will be a time that that of Shadrach, all of them, others will also be required. But God has given them according to measure. God has already, you know, give, give, immediately they passed the test. Immediately. What happened? It became released. Then verse, um, verse 19. Now at the end, so when they brought in, the chief of the nobles brought them to the king. Okay, okay, verse nineteen. Um, okay, then the king and all. Okay, none of them. Uh-huh, that's played my interest. None was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, and they therefore they served before the king. So no, no, none was found like them. What does this mean? 
This is how God separates men. He takes you through a process. You pass the test. He distinguishes you. That even kings will acknowledge you. So if you don't have a process, I don't know where you want to go to. I don't know how God is going to separate you. Any person that God has separated, it can be anything. There must be a process. You must pass the tests. There cannot be um, a result if you don't if you don't go through a process. There must be that part that ah, you really feel like dying. Wilderness. You don't even know. God, I've been praying. I've been fasting for you. So what's happening? There must be a process. There must be a process. So it's not something you just say, oh, God, oh, this one, no. So you don't, don't stand. What I, what the word I got there is, another one is this. Don't stand before kings without paying the price. What it means, you'll be executed prematurely. Don't stand before kings without paying the price. You'll be executed prematurely. Don't start announcing yourself. You know, stay in the word of God. Stay in his presence. Because premature announcement will kill you. Okay? Daniel and his friends, they were ready. They went through the process. They've passed the test. They were waiting for opportunity. Immediately, the opportunity for... Okay, we've not even, I don't want to go ahead of myself. But what I mean is that they were ready. They were ready. They've already gone through the process. So all these things, I want people to know that I'm doing this one. People to know that sometimes it's not even necessary. Do you understand? Like sometimes, especially some of us that are in ministry or, you know, you want, oh, let everybody know I'm anointed. Let everybody know that, you know, I can. You know, most times when I want to share some things, I have to vet it in my spirit. That should, is this something I want to share? Or why am I sharing this? For the glory of God or people that, you know, I just want to maybe to encourage people, to tell people their possibility or what is happening, in, what can happen in the kingdom. Do you understand? But just to share so that people know that you are anointed or that God has called you. Or that you have one grace or something. It's no, it's it's useless. It's nothing. It's waste of time. Premature announcement will kill you, because as you are busy there, say you don't have anything. You've not gone through the process. You've not. There is a lay height now. There's a place where they will take me to. It will kill me because maybe I've not. There are places I know I've not. I'm still in the training to get to that place. If I go there now, I I might even I, I, will, I will not even trust myself. I may not. So so let's let's bear it in, in mind. So don't stand before kings without paying the price. Then verse 20. Let's let's now conclude. Sorry, daddy, sorry, daddy. So verse 20. And all the matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers. Okay, who were there? So what caught my interest? This one is singing. What caught my interest is that he found them 10 times better. So what does he mean? It means that this is not magic. Um, um, the always says something. Say, God is not a magician. God is not a herbalist. It is not magic. A process led to verse 20 happening. It was a process that led to this verse 20. But what most people do is that most people want verse 20 without verse 16. You know what happened in verse 16? It was in verse 16, daddy, it was in verse 16 that they took away their meat. But most people know they want verse 20 immediately where they are 10 times better and there is no verse 16. It does not work that way. It does not work that way. You have to be intentional. You have to be, you have to be intentional about the reality you want to, you seek to, you seek, sorry, okay? It will not fall on your laps. It will not. So if you think that it will not fall on your lap, so there's no, no, don't bother. Don't bother. It is not magic. 
So I, I, I just want to give us an assignment. I, I, I'm also going to do the same assignment because um, I feel like it was the Holy Spirit personal, something I said I would do personally, but I think that we should also share it as a house, okay? Like draft where you want to be in 10 years. Like where do I want to be in 10 years? Where do I want to be in 15 years, okay? List the price it will take you to get there. List it. So as you've written, okay, 10 years, I want to be a this one, this one. I want to be a voice in Africa, or this one. My business to expand. Hey. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. Like, draft you, want to be. <laughs> you have to draft where you want to be in 10 years. Then you list the price it will take you to get there. I think if you write it down and look at it, you will be serious with it. Because if you're saying pay the price, pay the price. Some of us will be, hey, I'll pay the price now. I'll be serious with my life. I'll continue hustling. I'll con no. List out, this is where I want to get to in the next 15 years. This is what it will take me to get there. Both the anointing, both the part of the Holy Spirit, both, both the part of creativity, both the part of, you know, um, honing your skills and all that. And all that. Then the last one. Hey, Jesus Christ, are you on? Then the last one, you pay, then you now pay the price. You start paying the price. Don't procrastinate it. Zion, do you know this will be on podcast? Eh? <laughs> then, then you start. <laughs> he's singing. I don't know what he's saying. Then you, <laughs> then you start. He's not even crying. Then you start paying the price. Then verse 21, okay? You know, I'm going to tell you guys this paying price. So we don't think that we start, we're going to look for someone and say, no, it's paying the price. Verse 21, paying the price. We see that we say something that he served also with King Cyrus. You know, it was King Cyrus. Maybe when we finish reading, God raised King Cyrus to defeat Nebuchadnezzar. Let me just, that just a hint. So we're going to go into details later. Paying the price. But he says something that he still served. Daniel stayed till even when in King Cyrus' time. So you can know it will give you an idea of the not the years then when God now raised King Cyrus. So what it means is that paying the price will make you valuable. You cannot be discarded just like that because you'll be re you remain relevant. So it does not matter the king that comes and goes. You are there. You are there because that king will need your service. The king will need, I we need your service. It doesn't matter whether you know I don't like this Nebuchadnezzar. In fact, I'm sucking everybody in the office. No, but this guy keep him. Keep him. I know that I don't like, but this guy, no. We know that this guy is valuable. This girl, this lady is valuable. Okay. So paying the price, what does it mean to pay the price? It means staying in the presence of God to anoint your talent, your skills, your capacity. Why I did not tell you the first thing? You know, some sometimes when you say paying the price, you think I will tell you, oh, go and register courses, go and attend webinars. Very good. Everybody's doing it. What's the difference between you and them? Everybody go to Instagram, everybody's attending one course or in Harvard University or one place or in Edinburgh or anywhere, whatever, wherever they are. Everybody's doing one thing or the other. Me too, I'm even doing one thing. So there should be something that would differentiate you. And that is the anointing of God over your life. You don't buy it in the market. They don't sell it unless they're buying from all these herbalists. What I'm saying is this. <laughs> paying the yeah, price. Don't talk about point. paying the price. Paying the price, number one, is to stay in the presence of 
God. So he will anoint. If he has made you, if you are going to be an artist, or you are going to be a model, or you are going to be a professional, like you're going to be go to the peak, or you're going to be in, in, in being a CEO of multinational companies or something, stay in his presence to anoint whatever he has put on the inside of you. Maybe for me, it might be ministry. Maybe for you, it might be in business. Maybe for you, it might be something else. You know what God has called you to do, okay? You know that thing. Maybe it can even be as a pharmacist or something, okay? So stay in his presence, whatever he has put on the inside of you. Stay there so he will anoint that thing. That is your advantage. Don't just go and be registering one course or the other, $1,000, this one, $1,500. Oh, this one. Some, some people even go abroad and study 10, and maybe they have three certificates. This one, this one. <laughs> You'll be frustrated. I'm not even, let me even tell you now. So you'll be ready. You'll be frustrated. Don't, don't bother. You'll be frustrated. Stay in his presence so he will anoint it. Even if he, when he, and when the anointing comes upon your life, just by one thing, you just need one idea. That is it. That is it. One, you need one thing. One thing you wake up one day, one divine instruction. And, you know, imagine from zero to hundred, maybe if you had maybe one, 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 you have only 200 followers. All of a sudden you wake up, you have one million followers. You have two million followers. Just for example, you know, those things, I'm not even saying that is very important. You have two million followers. For those that think I'm using followers as validation, or maybe you have something, or maybe if you know what is happening from hundred, one thousand dollars in your account or hundred dollars in your account or ten dollars in your account, you see, one million dollars. It is the anointing of God over that scale that makes this happen. Then secondly, have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It takes time to know the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, sometimes it looks like, am I the one talking to myself? Is it me? Yes, I was telling my husband, so I said, I was telling my husband, seriously, like, seriously, the Holy Spirit, I need to, it takes time. Because yesterday, I wanted to buy, I was with Togish, I was saying, let me buy milk somewhere else. Immediately I was driving, the Holy Spirit told me, these people, they don't have this meal, go to that supermarket. I said, no, they should have it. I, my mind already calculated, they told me they don't have SME gold last three weeks, so that they'll go to market. So that means they've already gone to market, so they will buy. You would say I was doing mathematics in my head. Holy Spirit told me they don't have it, go to the other supermarket. I went there. Immediately, it was I was waiting for them to say no. Immediately I said, um, you guys, and they said no, they've not gone to market. I, I even said no with them, so we said it together. <laughs> so you want to say, ah, is it my mind? Is it Holy Spirit? Is it my brain? Is it Holy Spirit? You know, it takes time to train, to know when the Holy Spirit is talking to you. Sometimes that's why um, there are no perfect, you know, all these prophetic and so many things. There is no perfect because we are still, we are still trying to figure things out. It might take you five years to perfect. It might take you, it depends on how you want to sharpen your spirit, man. It takes time to know the Holy Spirit. It takes time to, to hear the Holy Spirit saying, um, um, Chidima. I want you to travel to Canada. I want you to migrate to Canada. And you say, no, maybe it's because I want to stay in Canada. Maybe because Nigeria, I'm tired of Nigeria. Is it my voice or is it the Holy Spirit? It takes time. Or maybe is it because everybody's going to Canada? Why? It takes time to know these things. Maybe you want to get my city. This guy is tall and hustle. Holy Spirit is saying, you don't need to. You say, ah, but it's not my mind now. But my mind is telling me that this guy is, is a nice person. I've already seen his portfolio. You are calculating like myself in your mind. Doing mathematics, one plus one, everything is perfect. It takes time. That's the price. It's a price to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Sit down and have it, develop that relationship. It's, it will save you a lot of stress. <laughs> a lot of stress. So <laughs> Then the last one. The last one, how to pay the price. Saying no to laziness. 
and start engaging everything that will get you to the reality you seek. Say no to laziness. Say no. All those, all this laziness, eh? You're lazy. You to, today, after what productive have I done? Nothing. You've not done anything. Say no, please. It's a good day to say no to laziness, to procrastination. If you know what you want to do, what if you need to hone your, you need to attend webinars, you need to, you know, register for another language or something, whatever, maybe school or anything. Please say no. Start doing it. Start doing it. Sometimes I'm even amazed at myself. Like I, I just told myself, ah, how, you know, how do you do all these things? I don't even know. I don't even know. But just feel like I, 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 like the time, twenty-four hours is not enough. Because even sometimes I, I will say, okay, since my schedule did not cover this, let me, let me shift it to midnight. Even midnight, I know. Before not it's already three o'clock. You see yourself, you wake up around by six o'clock. You know, is I see everything fast, fast. Because if someone that is always active, you're always thinking productivity, you know there is no time. You know there is no time. So um, he was like Daniel. Daniel was not just relevant during the reign of Nebuchadnezzar. He was relevant to him, okay, till he lived. So you know that was, he served the office. He served in office to whomever that was king then. So I think that's what I was saying verse 21. So like I said, but I'll pay the price. Repeat it again. First of all, Stay in his presence to anoint your capacity or capability, whatever he has put in your life, talent, skill, have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, stay and have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Then say no to laziness and start engaging everything that will get to the reality you seek. Very, very important. I think there's something I wanted to share about or um, um or a robot about this relationship thing. When he was telling God, no, I think it's somewhere else I'm going to share. I think it's chapter two. So I think I'm, I'm done for chapter one. So we can now wrap up chapter two. Okay, you can lead us. Okay. God, I feel like I'm just waiting. God, did I just preach it? I just feel like I preached yeah. now. Yeah, I preached now. Let me thank you. <laughs> 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 because I'm standing, I don't know. That was when then the book had the dream and Daniel yes. and his. I don't know, his friend's capacity was now tested based on it was like a situation mm. came up for them to, um, for their what what God has put inside them by the reason of the price they paid and all to um, show forth. I think this situation that just came up for them to really prove themselves in the midst of this king and his kingdom. Even when they called in okay, verse two, Daniel two ten to eleven, where the astrologers and all those people um, the king called to. To tell him his dream and to interpret it, they're, they're like, this, this king, you're just joking. Oh, this has not been done in all over the land. There's no one asking anybody to um, tell um, the king's dream and answer it. Like, you should tell us the dream, then we'll answer it. Like, we'll interpret it for you. So they had to they, they stress the fact that it's a difficult thing that the king requests. And there's no, no other who can tell it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. So I felt that that, um, when I read it, I felt that that scripture was trying to emphasize how the depth of the impossibility that was like what the king was asking. So, so I understand that when God did it, it was something that nobody, like man, could not take the glory. It was just God. How can it's not the one that you won't be saying your mind <laughs> and your mind was thinking it because how you know somebody's dream the person did not tell you the thing so that was what was that that was used to really really show the depth of the capacity that daniel them had built by the reason of um not defining themselves like 
in paying the price in chapter one. So um, then, um, part, okay, uh, I think I highlighted verse 14, when he said that, then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered Ariok, the captain of the king's guards, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon, because um, the wise men that he called to tell him his dream and interpret his dream, after telling him that that was not possible, that it's not, never been done and it cannot be done, no human being can do that. He got angry and was like, he, 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 he gave a decree to kill everybody in his anger. So having heard this, Daniel now had to, like when he said, then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel answered Ariok. Then I was like, God, I need this kind of grace. I need this kind of counsel, this kind of spirit of counsel and wisdom to be able to answer and speak to people with grace and all oh, to understand that they will heed what i'm saying so imagine how they said it in verse 14 to verse 14 said then daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to ariok the captain of the king's guard which was gone forth to slay the wise men of babylon he answered and said to ariok the king's captain why is the decree so hasty from the king then ariok made told him so I think it's that um counts um how he spoke to the to the um to the captain that made him answer him and all that. So he now told him to take him to the king. Um yes, I said then Daniel went in. So then Ariok made the thing known to Daniel. Then Daniel went in and, de and desired of the king that he would give him time, that he would show the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to the house and made the thing known to his friends, his companions, that they would desire the message of God of heaven concerning this secret, that Daniel and his followers should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. I think that part where he said that, oh, he answered with counsel and wisdom. If it was not important, it was not written it there. So him saying, like, I felt it also had um, an impact or it, um, and I say, maybe the area of demand to be able to answer him so that he will get the information he needed you understand, and act on it. If not, maybe he have taken them on our ways and they would have not known. So after getting this information, he went with that confidence that people talked about, yes, that he, because of his knowledge of God, he was not testing it. He had the confidence to go into the king to tell the king, oh, okay, can you give us time? We will do this. We don't, don't kill because he's not just saving himself. He's saving the other astrologers and all that. So don't kill them. Don't worry. Let us, um, just give me time. Let us get this um, answer that you seek. And he went back, told his friends, and, and that's another benefit of having, um, um, when they always say that um, the friends you keep make you or marry you, is, um, um, is, a, is a cliche or something, it's in the scriptures. And we see a lot of things about it. It's really consciously, consciously the people, the company you keep, they help you, they affect you. And so Daniel had a good company that even in the, in the, in the I don't know, say wilderness in, in captivity that could actually help him and strengthen him. So he told them and, and they came to, and they, they fought um, God's face. And they said that the secret was revealed unto Daniel. See, the, 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 so after, because of God's leading, he has, he leads us to, to um cartoons us to know what he wants and when we okay when we decide to obey to do it like we saw in in verse um daniel one he he gives us these gifts and that's the byproduct of you understand staying with god pressing into god like they must all explained and now he has given him these gifts and at the right time when it was needed it it, it showed so because of that dream of um gift of interpretation he was able to god was able to he daniel was able to um receive this um, revelation from god and give it to the king when it was needed so he said um daniel now answered when god gave him this um answer based on through his gifts the gifts that god has given him he said blessed be the that's why he praised god for what god did so i think that part was talking about the things he said to god 
that he revealed the deep, deep and secret things, you know, where what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. So he, he changed the times and seasons. So he was just um, glorifying God. And it's God that he knows everything. So he has revealed to him. So Daniel now went back to the king, 24 downwards, to, to, to tell the king his dream. And oh, so verse 10 said, but as for me, this secret is not revealed to okay, when he finished and he when he finished like narrating the dream and um the dream, he now told um the king that this secret is not because he has more wisdom than any other body, any other person, just because um for, for their sakes he made this known. Sorry, um this the interpretation so they, um he will know the thoughts of his heart. Like I said, it's also he also saved the other people from dying. So it was not because oh he knew more. And everybody just the grace of God and and all. So um and based on what yes, obeying God, walking in what God has told him to do. So it was not to show himself. I think that's what you're trying to explain. Okay, so um Daniel now um okay, yes, okay, that's okay. That the part of 31 down was when he told him his the dream and the, it was interpreted. So I feel the interpretation of the dream. I don't know what, what I just got to some me was that. Um, the past where oh maybe God was showing um, um Nebuchadnezzar how he would be strong then maybe another king will now overthrow him I think that's what he's seen in other verses like in Daniel so because uh, the, he 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 just interpreted it based on what he saw so when um the the um, um the king the kingdom that was strong then the one that came to overthrow um the other kingdom that was there so when um, um Daniel um, explained everything and interpreted it. Then okay, I think it was okay. Okay, we've not entered that part. When we just talk, when we enter Daniel, we'll see it clearly about um how we now happened and how we now came to pass. How there was another thing that rose up to I don't know defeat um and all. Okay, so um he now said after that part of interpreting the dream uh -huh, he now said that okay, okay, Daniel the king now fell upon his face and worshipped Daniel and commanded them to offer an obligation and sweet orders to them. Imagine. So okay, now king now answered to Daniel. That it's God. He said in verse 47 and said, Of a truth, it is that your God. He said, It is that your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a ruler of secrets, seeing that thou could reveal the secret. So he made known, God was made known through Daniel and his friends. Said, then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many gifts and made him the ruler of the whole province of Babylon and chief of the governors over all wise men of Babylon. Then Daniel requested of the king that he set Shadrach, that's his friends, over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat at the gate of the king. That one struck me. I was like, oh, which gate? Is it, does it signify something else? Or was it really, really the gate that he went to sit at? Just like a gate man or something. So, okay, another, um, what also came to me when I studied that last part, that's verse 49. He said, it showed me like self selflessness. This is, he, he was, yeah. he would say that Daniel was yeah. one that had gifts. Sorry, I wasn't betrayed. I just, to just, I just wanted to run it down. Sorry. Okay. Um, Daniel had the gift. So he was one that interpreted the dream. So, and he went back to, he remembered his friends. But I said, he remembered his friends that helped him at that point, helped him to pray to get answers, even if he was the one that got the interpretation and related it to the king. I mean, I felt he also showed selflessness. He, a lot of people will be, oh, I'm the one, like, you understand, they'll be showing themselves and feeling themselves and all. But he went back and told the king, okay, um, these are my people or something. He had to help, to, he helped to place them in, in good positions too. So, so most times, you know what I'm saying? Most times we, we, when our friends, 
and maybe we ask our friends for things or asking for things and when they give it to us we forget to maybe say thank you or just we pay the kindness when we have the opportunity to we just forget and just move on and but that time you did that thing you did not forget that to ask that person but when you got the thing from the person you just forget so maybe someone um, sent you something or maybe lent you something and you just start begin you just begin to act anyhow when it's time for you to give back that thing you asked for so see Daniel also showed selflessness here he remembered his friends spoke on their behalf and and yeah, i don't know like, i felt like he gave them the best of the things and just uh, i don't know how to say daniel went to sit at the gate of the king he just he, he just made me feel that oh daniel was not even moved by all these things he was just i don't know the kind of man he just wanted to I don't know, just maybe just please god in what he what he did so he just, uh, they just said after they gave him all those things he said he requested the, um, to the of the king that he set shedrach meshach and abednego over the these affairs this particular thing that he was given and he but said but daniel sat in the gate of the king you know i just felt he just went to somewhere that maybe you would not be too shown or too or seen like that so i just i just i just, I just perceived the posture of daniel's heart he, his heart was really when he said he proposed his heart his heart was just really really how would say the man after god's heart his heart was just set out to 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 honor god so i think that's what showed in all the things that he did how he got the dream and just began to give God the praise and all. So I think James verse two, just an outflow of verse one. I think that's what I got. So um from the verses. And um, Flora, you can talk. Oh. Hello, Flora, are you still there? Thank you so Flora. much. Flora. Okay. Uh, okay, Jimmy, you can go on. Uh, no, I no, wanted no, to no. thank all you. Now, like I want to run, run like going to run, like I'll just say my own for all of them. It's not that much. Like if you have something to say, you can say. So I'll just. Yeah. Or do I just start? Well, okay, just yeah. something brief. What I got from, uh, chapter two, was when, uh, when. When David, sorry, I said David, when Daniel um, yeah. told the king that he was going to go and consult God to interpret the dream, to tell the dream and interpret it, something struck me. I remember that, <laughs> I remember that there was a place I read, there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. So I went back to my journal to find where I read about that thing. And I saw, I actually saw it was, still here in Daniel chapter 2 verse 28 you understand it just struck me because I was like this is actually a mystery for you to hello like you're supposed to tell me the dream I had and then interpret it it can only be through God that that will happen you understand the God that reveals secrets the God that reveals mysteries and here so Daniel Daniel had to go Daniel didn't go back to go and rob mine with his friend or probably um, try to consult other people or, you know, try to reason it out. Obviously, definitely, they went back to the only source that they knew, which was God. Yeah. And then definitely God came through. God came through through a dream. Um, he said, um, um, okay, I can't, let me, let me, let me know what I'm looking for, but definitely through a dream, God revealed, um, it interpret reveal give them the 
the inspiration of the dream and then the interpretation and all that. And then, okay, like you rightly pointed out, when they got this revelation from God, they did not just, you know, they now became too excited and too carried away to go and reveal mm. to the king. They have this, uh, you know, that they, they've got what you're looking for. They took time, or Daniel took time to thank God. Because, I mean, that is something that is in our human nature. See, when you want it as a heart, you pray, you fast, and all that. But once you get your results, see, you... <laughs> You will even remember to even ordinary to say, Oh, thank God. You will even remember. You're so excited. You carry your result and you're running, you know, to go and show off and all that. But he still took his time to thank God, to to reverence God for what he just did. That's another place that really struck me. Yeah, so I think that's uh, yeah, that's basically what I got from chapter two. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Flora. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome. I'm fine. Sorry. I'm Sorry. 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 Where they were talking about, he was talking about wisdom, the spirit of wisdom. We already know in verse one that um, verse one, verse seventeen, they said um, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. So we are aware now that Daniel and his friends they had wisdom. And then when when the man was explaining, he said wisdom. When if you have wisdom, you don't make hasty decisions like he even classified mm. wisdom he said there are earthly wisdom wisdom from god that's what we're talking about that wisdom from god you take you take time it might look slow but when you get the revelation you can make 10 steps ahead of everybody that have even stayed mm. working so when mm. in that verse 15 he said if the first question daniel asked is why is the why is the decree so hasty from the king so he said, when you find yourself making very hasty decisions without even thinking, then you need to re-examine it and be sure it's God that is leading you. And then in 16, he said, um, and desired, okay, then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give them, give him time, time. so yeah. that he would show the king the interpretation. So there is a thing about time. Give mm-hmm. me time. Let me think. Let me commune with my God and I'll get back to you. Then is actually um I think another thing is another thing is about knowing who you serve. Daniel was so confident that on in the God that he served. So because even the king said even in verse eleven they said and it is a rare thing that the king require require it or require it. So we he knows that it's not it's not something any random person can get. You get is very, very, very for you to be able to give me that dream and give me the interpretation. Then there's some someone way higher than me that you are serving, or that our God that you're following. And then, okay, another thing I love is that after Daniel asked for time, he went and met his friends. He said, Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Michelle, Azariah, his companions, that they would desire messages of the God of heaven concerning. Um, concerning the secret so that they will not perish um, with the rest of the wise men. Um, and then there was no um, there was no argument. So the thing is about having knowing your circle. 
they understood it immediately. There are some people you'll be relating with and you come back with so much confidence. I'm like, hey, let's let's ask God this is the person telling you, calm down. This is not, you know that this one is not, why are you bringing such an impossible thing? You just want somebody to waste time. Mm, waste exactly. You understand? But they understood it. They caught it immediately. Like, yes, we know that God can do it. And everybody went in prayers as much as they did not give us their reply. But they all went in, prayed and asked for mercy and God revealed himself. So I think one thing is praying for the spirit of wisdom because I think it gives you direction, makes you take time, but making you take time, but you make the best decision. Do you understand? You make decisions that can take you way more farther than you can ever imagine. Then another thing is the companies that you keep. Are they people that understand whatever vision you are running with or have this spirit of God and know that God is impossible and God can do even things that seem impossible? Do you understand? And they agree with you at any time you come with that crazy vision. That's another thing because it will help. If you have the wrong people, you might you get weary at some point. You might yeah. not even move, except, you know, God blesses you with strength. Then um, 27, lastly, what I like is that after Daniel, sorry, after Daniel got the revelation, God opened his eyes at night and everything. He said, Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, the secret which the king had demanded cannot the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers show unto the king. But there is a God in heaven that reveals secret and make it known to the king. Even amongst everybody, he still had to bring up, it is my God. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. He didn't just thank God inside and come out and just interpret you. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Just, I want to, I want to re-emphasize that even if you seek for this thing to you the next how many years, no man can give you this except mm -hmm. God. Do you understand? Yeah. You have to still place it at the back of their mind. Maloka, that this is only God that can do it and no other person. So I think, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's basically what I got. And then yeah, uh, we, we already saw in verse 47. 47, the king actually recognized this and said, Of a truth, it is that your God is God, Lord of Lords, and all that. He had to mm. recognize that man, nobody can do this. So yeah. that's that's what I got from chapter two. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's really packed. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, so hey, God, there's no time again. Let me just be fast. Like, oh, you rushed. Um, okay, verse, um, verse 5. When the king, like, how the king, please, then I'll be so fast. Jesus. Like, you guys, I, I trust you guys can hear me. So I'll yeah. be so, so fast. Okay. So, but, um, verse 5. The king, uh, the king made this. Okay, my, the king said, if you do not make known the dream to me and bring, okay, I'm going to kill you people. That's just the summary. You guys, do whatever you're doing. Get that dream or I'll kill all of you. So what I got here was like a day will come, you know, when life will place a demand on your choices. You will be there and say, eh, but see, life will place demand. And if you don't respond immediately, you will pay dearly for it. So what do I mean? Like not knowing Jesus Christ. You're not born again. You went and get married to who God has not asked you to get married to. You're not intentional about your life. Your friendships, everybody's your friend, you know. Not recognizing opportunities because you don't you didn't prepare for it now. You don't even have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. So how will you know? Okay, your generation will suffer for it. Please, I'm not proclaiming words. I'm just telling you that like a day will come when life will demand, will place a demand on your choices. So it depends on what you have to do. That's what the king was saying. See, I've give I've brought you guys to the palace. I want I want an answer. 
you guys have enjoyed my food. Even Daniel was not from the kings that they were serving them pulses. Everybody joined. We don't know whether people are um, doing your 10 day fast or something. Or let's see, everybody, all of us in this palace, they will brought out the pulses. Abby, everybody, you have you've been served. Now I'm placing a demand. Okay, so let's just know that let's be intentional about the choices we make. That's why I see young people, like young people, they just say, let me live my life as I want or something, especially those that don't even know Jesus. I don't even know. That's where the problem is we start from. Then verse 11. Let me move to verse 11. Okay, so it is a difficult thing that the king requests. Okay, there's no other God. Okay, so what, what it means is that what, what I got here was this. Like, why do people suddenly, that's the, the astrologers that were not able to interpret it. Why do people suddenly remember that there is a, that there is a, a point where the human capacity stops and relies on and relies and reliance okay and reliance is on a spirit so let me say it again like why do people suddenly remember that there is a point where the human capacity stops and reliance is on a spirit either holy spirit or evil spirit anyone when they are in a tight corner see these people they're already in a tight corner so now they're not saying this thing you're saying king we don't know we don't know what is happening now they already acknowledge that their capacity has been stretched. They need it. There is a spirit. Okay. So if you know that you are limited, why are you wasting your time investing in your flesh? We are limited as a human being. There is a high, there is a level my intelligence can go, my creativity. Why do we waste our time investing in your flesh? You buy makeup. I'm not saying don't buy makeup. Please, man, I like good things. You I enjoy you spend how many hours do this one design everything you know you want everything your face are looking so good okay your spirit man is wasting nothing it's you are limiting you are limiting yourself further okay so if you know that you are limited don't waste your time investing in your flesh invest in your spirit okay know the Holy Spirit know like sharpen your inner man. Pray fast, stay in the presence of God. Then you focus on the things that matter. Whereas the shadows, those the, the otherwise men, focus on their belly. Then you focus on the spirits. They focus on their belly. They were eating meat now. Now um, a demand has been placed. Nobody's saying anything. So to be honest, they didn't even know it was going to make sense one day. Like when Daniel were rejecting all this, they didn't even know it was going to make sense one day to, to the king's dream. Okay, so that's all what I got there. Then verse, verse 12. Jesus, so verse 12. For this reason, the king was angry. Okay, so the end product of focusing on the flesh is destruction because the king was angry and asked them to be and sent them to be destroyed. All right, so the end product of focusing on your flesh is destruction. And I just remember something you said about gate. Why Daniel is a gate? If you go to any territory, the any territory you go to, the place you should focus on is the gate. It's not like a physical gate. That's not what um, they are saying there. Any territory you go to, it is the gate. Like the gate is really powerful. You cannot assess a territory without, you know, without assessing the gate first. That's why we want to go somewhere. We want to start up something. We are asking, okay, who is the person in charge of this? Who are the people that are successful in this thing, in this particular region? You want to know those that have the gates for that particular place. So that's why Daniel is that valuable. He had to stay in the gate so that thing so that the gate will be like on unopposed like the gate will be strong is there because it's like a system already there i just remembered it now so i didn't even put it on my i didn't even um add it to what i might contribute my discussion but but it's like a gate a system do you understand so whatever you are going somewhere you want to 
check the gate first. You want to know who is at the gate. You want to know, like, you want to know if I can assess the gate, then I can assess whoever is there. I don't care whether there is gold or something, but it's the gate that I'm interested in. Then you can now open up opportunities. So that's why the Nebuchadnezzar has spiritual intelligence. So that guy, very, very intelligent, spiritual, even though he's a hidden, he has spiritual intelligence. Of all the places he kept Daniel at the gate because he knows that gates are powerful. You see how they were telling, I mean, in the Bible, you hear that, oh, ye strong gate, be you lifted up, and the king of glory shall come in. Even gates are powerful in the realm of the spirit. So gates are symbolic. It's, it's like, it's the same thing as saying horns. The same thing as saying horns and gates. Very powerful. Very powerful. So it can be negative and positive here this time around. But right now, we're talking about the gates of, you know, the um, Babylon. So, or the palace where the gate. So it's not like he's a gate man. He, he's the best person that should be in the gate. If not, um, there will be penetration. Um, there will be penetration. So verse sixteen, verse sixteen. Let me watch verse sixteen. Okay. So then I went and asked the king to give him time. Okay, okay. We've said this one. You don't read the Holy Spirit. It takes time to know him. I've said it here. I can. As I was reading Orabo's story, Orabo wanted to confirm that God has called him. Orabo fasted for three months. Please, it's not three days or three weeks. He fasted for three months. God did not say anything. No food. Three months. God did not say anything. Oroba was frustrated. The next day, he went to a tiny room and went there and said, God, I'm not coming out of this room until you speak to me. What's all this? I want to confirm that you've called me. So it's not like I'm assuming that I'm being called. I want confirmation from you alone. So he went to that room. Immediately, he went to that room. It's as if like, okay, this guy is serious. So three months. You try, you try. Now say, well, robot now hit the voice of God. See, well, robot. Um, you know that your car is outside. Carry your car. Go to one uncompleted building. There's one building there that they want to do tent meeting or something. Go there. Well, robot entered the car. Went to that place. Immediately he went to that place. God now said, telling him, you're going to have a healing ministry. This one, this one, and all that. I was not saying, God, it's like even like this chakra, like this, like Holy Spirit, seriously. Like, why didn't you even tell a robot after one month? Uh-uh. Why must a robot drive to that particular building? Like, see, <laughs> it will tell you that it takes time. It depends on your personal journey. Some people, it will come immediately. Some people, it will take them. You see that fasting for five years. Or five months, sorry, five months. Maybe they were fasting for five months. They're doing something for five months before the Holy Spirit now told them about this thing. Then they now got the second answer at the, at the end of it. You think that they are mad. They're not mad, though. These are dealings, like, you know, personal dealings. So it takes time to, to know the Holy Spirit. So Daniel was is a spiritually intelligent man. Okay? So you pray, you study, you worship, you dance as he pleases. It's, you don't pray on your own terms. You say you pray, oh God, let me give you two minutes. After praying, if I don't get answered, be well with you or something. No, no, that's, that, if you do that, you're not ready, you're not serious. People, see someone in fattest three months. Some of us who fast one day, we are looking for encounters and anointings and graces. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, so verse 18, verse 18, and that they might seek message from the God of heaven concerning the secret. So Daniel, okay, you know, perish. Okay, so they call the prayer meeting. That's one thing I saw. I'm Chisom said this thing. Prayer is powerful too. What it means, like what it means, like let me know if you watch some say what it means is that prayer is a powerful tool to fight life's battle. If you don't pray, know that it is an attack by the devil. If you've not heard anyone, I'm saying it now. If you don't pray, like I'm not saying like pray two minutes or scribble something and just murmur something and leave. If you don't pray like strategic prayers, maybe you are praying for favor or you are praying for something, you are praying for your destiny or destiny for somebody or Nigeria or something, 
if you don't pray like that prayer, or especially my mom was telling me today that she was telling me about um some of these <laughs> we are talking about seers and prophets and so on. So she was telling me that that she noticed that most of these prophetics and all that, like what they were saying, that that they make sure that before they sleep, they, they speak in tongues for one hour. It opens the portals of their spirit, man. Jesus Christ, they pick signals. Even as they're sleeping, they're picking signals. Listen, uh, this is not their normal. This one is before you they sleep. One hour tongues before sleeping. It's not the, um, let me just, you know, it's not the morning prayer or the one they wake up at night. Just before they sleep. Hmm. So what does it mean? You have to. And I love what Daniel, what, what they did. He said that they immediately, they already know what to engage. They knew what to engage. The mercies of God. They knew what the mercy. They were not proud of their spiritual investment. They were not saying, we fasted 10 days. We left meat. We did this one. They were not proud of it. Immediately, they know that this is a matter of life and death. Oh, hmm. There is no time to start gambling with principles here and there. Maybe let me gamble with and um, because we've read this thing or we've done fasting or we've, we've not eaten it. Immediately, what they did was say, God, we are coming with your mercy. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that makes sense. Now, we don't trust ourselves. We are seeking mercies from you. And I remember Hebrew 4 system. He said, come unto the throne of heavenly grace and receive mercy that will help you in time of need. Daniel knew this thing. Daniel was already in need. The only thing that mattered was mercy. Everything, intelligence, spiritually, whether they fasted, it did not. They, he dropped his pride. All of them dropped their pride. It was mercy. It's like my sister, one of my sisters was calling me, not my, my immediate sister, like one, my sister was telling me, telling me something about a threat or something like family issues, um, diabolical things or something. I told her, say, I know you don't even pray. <laughs> I said, I know you're not serious with God. I know she said this true. I said, I know. The only thing, your weapon now, because she was telling me something about Monday. I said, listen, the only weapon you have is mercy and, and blood. Just go and ask God for mercy. Be, every day before you sleep, before you wake up, just say, God, may your mercy and your blood. Because you don't even have any basis now. You are not serious with God. You are not. So let's, let me just, let's just override that one. We don't have time to be telling you principles of, you know, before you pray. No, just go to mercy straight up and blood. That's the thing. And, you know, I just told her what to do. Okay. So there were later, I don't told her, okay, later, we don't talk about getting serious with the things of the kingdom. So they were not proud. Okay. Okay. I've said it. I've said it. I've said it. I've said it. So verse 19, verse 19. So after engaging the principle of mercy, immediately the secret was revealed in a night vision, not day. So what it means is like, please, let's utilize it was mercy that opened up that portal. So whenever you're asking God for things and you're not seeing the answer or something, please engage, engage mercy, engage mercy. It works and the blood of Jesus. If you don't trust yourself, if you don't, okay, just engage mercy and the blood and utilize your nighttime. Utilize your nighttime. It is not a time to watch movies. All the seasonal movies you've not watched, you now use it and be watching. So awful. Sometimes I I'm uncomfortable when there is 12 o'clock and you know. I'm told God, I'll go downstairs more. I'll see my sister watching movies. Say, Jesus Christ, 12 o'clock. You should be either you're speaking in tongues or you're praying. What are you doing by yourself? You're watching movie. Close that TV. Are you kidding me? Do you understand? Like, you cannot be. It is is in denied that these things are revealed. Verse 20. Daniel acknowledged God for wisdom and might. That might he did not get proud, like we've said. So 22 to 23. Like, you can look at how God was praising Daniel with a revelation of his experience, experiential work with God. 
he was not praising him based he was praising god based on his track record in his life so because what it means is that the reason why most of times we praise shallowly may be because we have not yet captured that dimension of god in our lives if you look at the prayers they are strategic prayers yeah, i'm sorry praises so sometimes when we not say father we thank you we bless your name we are just joking we don't when someone say god is faithful for, for example now eh, there is this part of world like when i say god is faithful i'm not saying it because i've read it i'm not saying it because someone has preached i'm saying it based on my life encounters and personal experience is the dimension of experience a dimension of god there might be other dimension i've not experienced but this one faithfulness i've experienced it so when i say god is faithful i'm not saying it in the flesh so sometimes when i say father we thank you you are faithful yet no mm-mm, mm-mm. and look at verse 21 he leveraged on the god of his fathers he knew that there is a grace his fathers carried abraham isaac jacob david he leveraged on them he honored his father unlike our generation that has no respect for fathers in the faith not everybody's calling out everybody on social media you know you will be uh, we will be tired soon because in this kingdom we rise by acknowledging the grace of our fathers of faith okay that's why you don't even talk down on them don't ever don't even bother nobody's perfect but whenever you wake up you join insta blog night and say oh yeah that well, god for all these people that eating why was he with private jet you now call Suleiman. ah jesus all these men they eat tight this one you are, you are you are you are setting yourself off for something that you not recover from you not recover from it so just focus on your own on god honor the fathers of pay they've paid the price honor them it's simple pay the price. honor them there is no don't if there is anything allow god to you know work all those things with them. you're not the one that would be sitting and be judging them be arguing on on social media about whether those that are eating tight or eating your money maybe the money itself from what i know most people they, you don't even that the ones giving to their members so it's for people that are not in ministry that will be saying this now will be joking. If you're in ministry, true ministry, most times they're the one giving out. It's God that miraculously provides for you. Because everybody wants to beg money from me. Everybody wants to get money. Nobody, if you want outreach, nobody will support. Everybody wants to get from you. So please let's let's um, note that one. Verse 28. Um, like we've said, Daniel. He's, he's, he wanted to set the record straight. He's introducing God first, not him. The Lord help our arrogant. This God, Lord help our arrogant generation. I was talking to myself. He didn't say how he fasted or prayed to get the revelation. It was not important at that moment. Only the God of heaven was important. He gave God all the glory. That was what Daniel did. Verse 30. Okay. The reason why, the reason why you have access to that gift, verse 30, um, or talent, is not for you. Is not for you, but because of the life attached to your name. Okay. You are a tool of mercy. And as you have that at the back of your mind, whenever you think that the reason why God has given me this anointing, this talent is for other, the lives of other people, you will be more serious with your work. Because most of us, we carry so many things, but we are not serious about it because we think it's just for us. We don't know that there are so many lives that if Daniel did not stand up, all of them would die. Not about his own life. If he does not value his life, there are other people. Other people will die with him. So sometimes we, we need to be very careful. God is merciful. So most of the time, God shows his mercy to a generation by preparing and sending men. Look at Jesus. Look at David. Look at Moses. If there was no Moses, the Israelites would be in captivity. They would still be in captives, in captivity. Okay. So most times, God, you might be the reason why, maybe you might, you might build a tool of mercy God had just raised or God is raising. For, for other lives but you are not you don't even know it so that's why you treat your life normal you don't even care you don't want to press on no nothing so you don't it does not concern you what will happen is that what, what is supposed to happen to esther both you and other people everybody will die everybody 
um, not die in the, in the sense of dying, but literally. So verse 44, in every dispensation, okay, God, this was what my, me and my mom was talking about for like how many, but I will, I will, so I've summarized it here, so there's no, I'll just read it out. In every dispensation, 44, in the days of the king, the God shall set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break the pieces. We already read this thing. We already read the, the, the explanation. What I got here is that in every dispensation, God is setting up his kingdom and it will not be destroyed. Also, the kingdom will not be colonized by anyone. No matter what is happening, this kingdom will fill the whole earth. The question is, the question that came to my mind in as we were reading this is this. Which kingdom are you investing in? I was asking myself, which kingdom am I investing in? I don't even want to be proud. But I just, so I just thank God. God, thank God I'm not investing in a kingdom that Will not last in a kingdom that will be shattered by a stone and it will and it will scatter and wind will carry it. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, did you notice that the kingdom made of gold was also broken into pieces as well? Nothing lasts outside of God's kingdom. That's a word, nothing lasts outside of God's kingdom. So, this is a sign to take the kingdom of God seriously because it shall stand forever. If you are not sure about anything in your life, hmm? if you are not sure about where you are going to be in the next 10 years, if you are not sure about your marriage, you're not sure about anything. You're not sure about anything in your life. Nothing is working. You're not sure about it. Please be sure about this one. Be, if you're investing in the kingdom, be sure that the kingdom will stand forever. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do. It's, it's, it's a surety that it shall stand forever. Okay? It came out without hands. So no hands can manipulate the kingdom. Neither is it entitled to any hand. So no government, no economy, recession. That's why you see all these people, they carry kingdom on their head. It's as if they don't have life. You think that they are going backwards. Recession will come. It will hit people. It will not hit them. You cannot. Nobody's controlling the, 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 the economy of the kingdom. Nobody's. You see them. You see some of, you see some of all these ministers. Eh? Let me know. So I will not be biased. Some of these people understand the kingdom principles. You see, even as this COVID was hitting Ref Life Center, I see some of them buying. You see what they are buying. Building houses. Doing all the big things for God. You know, doing this thing. And you think Sophia operating the same. No, you people are not operating the same kingdom. They already know the kingdom that drawing you from. They, they already know. It's just that you don't you don't know where you are. So because you, you have no idea, you cannot stumble into the kingdom. You, you must know the kingdom where you are operating from. So they already know the recession will hit. It will not hit them. Dollar is going up. There is even to their advantage. Everything is to their advantage because the kingdom cannot be manipulated. So let's invest in the kingdom. So I, I the assignment I I said I'm going to give us is this, like even myself is like draw out your kingdom agenda. Okay, like a timetable. You are either for the kingdom or not. There is no middle ground. Let's draw out a timetable. Okay. This is because this kingdom is a, a kingdom entirely on this. It's like maybe US, but it's a kingdom that is called the kingdom of God. People wake up, people already know. I was talking to my mommy this day, we were screaming. I was saying, Mommy, see, in this kingdom, some of the people already know, like, you know how you listen to CNN, they say something is hap will happen next week. In the kingdom, people in the spirit, already, they already know what will happen next year. They already know what would happen in December. They they know, they might not know some people. I, I might, some, the person might, someone in Nigeria might easily connect to someone in the US. Why? Because they're in the same kingdom. They, they are saying the same thing. They know they have this whole, they have a ruler and they wake up, they breathe kingdom, they wake up, they already know what will happen. They are here existing physically, but they are not here. They are existing in the kingdom. 
So let's invest in the kingdom. Have a kingdom. Let's stop waking up and, you know, you do things like normal. You go and eat food. You go to school. Do this. You just do whatever you want to do. Have a kingdom agenda. You, I bet you, if you if you have a kingdom agenda, it's not working good. You start getting visitations, encounters. You start knowing some deep things. You start there's some things that will be given to you, access to you. Then when you now press for that, you see that some people go to heaven and stay there, but you are seeing them who were well, in heaven. Who, they will come back. They are going up. You know, you won't understand what is the type of thing I was sharing with me today. I said, "Mommy, please tomorrow let's start. Let's continue." I don't think my brain can cast. How can somebody will now come and say? So I see an old person, the, the, the guy was not okay. And please, who are you, sir? The person said, I'm John the Beloved. I said, Mommy, is this people? Are they human? Mommy says, that human beings now. John the Beloved appearing to somebody. Say, is John the Beloved? Do you understand what you're reading? You're reading Bible, you don't understand. John the Beloved said, Do you understand what he said? No, I don't understand this thing. I said, Okay, let me teach you. John the Beloved appearing physically. Please, there are dimensions. I don't even want to say anything. And what was saying is that I was just. I don't know what to say. <laughs> she told me she would send me the YouTube link, everything. Like, so I will understand. I will connect to what, like, the people that have gone far. So when you're not think there are dimensions, though. Hmm. Yeah, working. See, you think that you saw, no, my person you saw. You don't know that the person you're seeing is Angel. Or maybe you're seeing David. You don't even know. In fact, this, something is even getting crazy because sometimes your brain cannot even take it on until you experience it personally. So if you're still playing it safe, be ready to be broken into pieces. Even whether you are, some people be, instead of them to convert investing in the kingdom, that investing in, in the kingdom of gold. You see gold now, which was Nebuchadnezzar, Babylon. They were broken into pieces and they you'll be carried away like a wind. No, there is no need. So verse 46, thank God I'm done. Huh. This is the goal, okay? That as kings come to the brightness of your rising, they are forced to worship your God. They have no option. Some of us, we want to worship the kings or what they have than God. That is why they will never take you seriously. Every day you are looking for who bless me, bless me, or something. You have to be friends with them. Or it's not like you not be friends, you don't create a relationship. Please, that like your Christian does not make you. You need to have healthy friendship with different everybody, irrespective whether they are born again or not. Politicians, no, anybody. You have to. You have to because of the influence where God is taking us. So you don't have to differentiate with anybody. But what I'm saying is that most times you see all these people, they try to, you see Christian compromise yourself because I want this person to favor me. I want this politician. Like they say, ah, do you, do you deal with women? And I say, no, but I can manage. I can manage. They will not take you seriously. You do not have anything sufficient to get them on their knees. How do you get a mighty king like Nebuchadnezzar to worship you? How do you do that? Nebuchadnezzar is, is like the king of kings. He was his day in that statue. He's the gold, the one that has the head of gold. He's the one by carrying a deposit from heaven. If you don't carry a deposit from heaven, forget no king is bow is coming on their knees. They are too arrogant, proud. In fact, then if you see them talking, you be you might even question whether God exists or not. If you don't have a deposit of gold in your life, don't bother. No king is coming on their knees for you. How will you do that by spending time with God? We've talked about spending time. Everything is too poison to spend time with God. Verse 48, the king made Daniel a great man. It is not difficult for God to make you great. You are simply not focusing on him. God can lift somebody. Today, just today, everything will be happening. And this promotion happened in one day. In one day, it happened. So don't be discouraged about where you are now. Don't be discouraged that you don't have money. Don't be discouraged that maybe you are trekking or you see people buying fine cars or discouraged that, hey, I'm living in a small house or something. We have different needs, so it can be anything. Maybe I'm in Nigeria. You know, so many needs that we have. Don't be discouraged. Just stay in God's presence and focus on the kingdom. 
a day will come when you would think is a joke to you see yourself dining before again. You would think you are joking. You would think you are joking. You see yourself, you'll be seeing all these things you are seeing on TV. You see you are there forming a pandemic. You, you pinch yourself. Please, am I in the spirit or in the physical? You see yourself there. It will be a joke. But till then, till then, stay in the presence of God. Don't be in a haste. God is not, like I always say, like, um, um, Jesus always say, he's not, he's not a sham. This is not a sham. Okay, it's not a, 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 a habit. So, it does not take God anything to lift you. It only takes your cooperation. It does not take God anything to lift you. It takes our cooperation. So, if you think that um, responsibility is on God, is on you, he already has set provisions for him to lift you. But you don't want to cooperate now. You are chasing all that thing. You are not chasing him. You are doing what is wrong. You want to get those certificates because you think you are putting your confidence in it. It's very nice though. You are doing everything, but you are not chasing him. How will somebody that you are not chasing be chasing you? He will leave you now. You'll be chasing other things that you want to chase. And, but anybody that pays the price of saying he's present, this thing is not even easy because as I'm saying, depending on the price itself, this thing is very difficult to be honest. Okay, let's even be sincere because let's be sincere with ourselves. It's very difficult. It takes our cooperation for God to lift up. And remember, I always that's one I always tell my sister because she would be obsessed sometimes she'd be obsessed about followers and I told her say I said my dear you can have five million followers in one day I'm telling you it's possible you can have five million followers in one day so it does not have anything to do with followers or not if you've not caught that thing if you've not caught it forget it if you want struggle to get ten thousand followers or anything you know when I like social media I say please if you want. Focus on the presence of God. You know what God has called you to do. You are not functioning in that capacity. Keep social media. I'm not saying you should not be doing social media. But if you are not promoting the kingdom, I know there's anything with it useful. Keep it. Focus on what matters. A day you can get five. What you need is maybe Will Smith commenting on your page or putting up your handle. You are done. Five million immediately. Or somebody or any anybody, anybody that has maybe 20 million followers. Just that is it. That can happen one day. That can happen one day. So why it does not take God anything? Then the last one, he did not forget his brothers, like we've said, who prayed with him. He did not, he did not go up and forget them. Learn to be loyal. It is hard, okay? Like normally Nigerians, eh? God help us. God will help us. God will give us the grace so that we will not be associated with where we are coming from. Like it's very hard. But let's train ourselves to be a loyal friend, not loyal to toxicity. Not saying, ah, this my friend. Let me be loyal to her, even in the toxic nation. No. Loyal in every sense, in the right sense. Okay, God does not make men in isolation. So identify those people and take them. So you know those people that God has helped you. Like now that I'm, I'm, I'm God has helped me. And we are, we are, I'm running division of phenomenal man, and I have my core team, and they're helping me and all that. I take them seriously. If you want to say that, please, and there's something you need to pray for me about. I will come fast. If it's fast now, fast to make sure that the prayer is answered. I will fast too, so that the prayer will be answered. So loyalty. If something that I if I can borrow. I will borrow if it's something that is like eh, I will borrow money. Is that is th- is that type of loyalty? Okay, even if there may be something, maybe um pitfalls here and there, or the, nobody's perfect. So we remove sentiments from there. These people has shaped your journey and has helped your good. Honor them when God leaves you. Honor them, even if they've wronged you. Don't forget them because of emotional sentiment. Nobody's perfect. Honor them. Honor them because sometimes, as women, we can hold on to so many things. Oh, this person gossip about me. Don't you see what she said about me? Don't you see that she's cheating me? Don't you see? But do you remember the how she has stood for you and all that? 
Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Loyalty is something that is hard to find. Be intentional. I'm talking to myself as well. Be intentional about being loyal to your friend. Not to be loyal to publicity, but loyal to your friends in every sense. Not just use because um, this person, I don't like what she said about my picture. She did not comment on my picture. She did not put my picture on, on, on bed day. What is rubbish that I don't even know? Like, pettiness, please let it go. So, um, I, I just, I'm so thankful for this study. God. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm just thankful for this story. Like, like it opened. Yeah, I really need to even go back to my notes because as I was even talking about this thing, like I'm I'm seeing a lot of things that I need to seriously see. Now, so I gave us two assignments. The first one, um, which I haven't forgotten the first assignment, but I wrote it down. I don't want to go back there. There's no time. The second assignment, you know, kingdom agenda. I think the first one is where you are going to in 10 years, then write out the price that will take you to go there. Then start paying it. Don't wait, start today and start paying the price. Then the other one is um um the other one is the other assignment is trying to okay draw out your kingdom agenda okay. don't just exist passively please draw out the kingdom have your agenda as you have agenda every day wake up have a kingdom agenda i'm going to donate to the kingdom see how my resources will be my resources i get hundred thousand so fifty percent is going to the kingdom example please I'm not saying you should give 15 minutes, maybe 30 percent goes to the kingdom okay i have these clothes maybe after every month or after every year i'm going to be giving out some of my clothes to modelers baby or i'm going to be giving to this month then I'm, I'm i go to church so i need to be in an organization to serve with my talents or capacity i need to do it for free i don't want anybody to be telling me to do it or something i'll do it with all my heart i'm going to serve okay <laughs> this one like you know you know how to have your agenda for the kingdom then all those people that are doing it let me support them then before maybe as you are supporting god will give you a ministry or something else it might not even be a ministry or maybe your business idea or something okay then you also integrate it how how does my um, business how does it how do i how does it have a kingdom agenda okay my business we're going to be donating 10 percent to this, this, this to the gospel anywhere missions we are donating it to missions and i've talked about travel the road and when i'm born christ for all nations and all that like most of all these you know missions that goes to africa like um when i bought um cash foundation i think they went to tanzania recently okay so you know all this you see you'll you be hearing two thousand souls one in one day your money is going there you already know that you are partaker people that's people souls we are one your more your resources win there so you have agenda for the kingdom so i think i think and then you also support those around you from now on we need support i'll keep saying it we need support we are starting our September. September, we are starting in UNEX. September, September, October. We pay for all we, you know, all this thing, for refreshment and all that. So many things. So those people that look out to that help you, that bless you, if there is any way you also support them. Okay. So all those things. Then just have an agenda. That just that's some of my friends that are also in ministry. So I'll just see myself like I'll just ask them, please give me account details. I know I don't even have the resources, but I'll just get there because I want to support. Them. I want them to know that I know I may not be in Abuja. There's one that is in Abuja go doing something youth. I say I know I may not be in Abuja, but, but let my resources go there. Even though I also have my own ministry, but and I'm we are still struggling to pay some things. But I know you're in Abuja. It's, we are still doing the same work. It's the kingdom Nabi. Let this money go there. You are in Enugu. You are a pastor. You just started. You don't have much member, but let, let me let my resources go there i'm supporting his kingdom agenda his kingdom we are doing is not about phenomenal woman or any church or something i'm, I'm not saying oh because of now i don't have any business with other churches or something no so that's 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 the whole idea so i'm going to end thank you so much god bless you guys like it was a fantastic study i'm I, I'm, I'm really blessed thank you thank you so much god bless you Thank you.
I don't want to have anything to say. We have to close because it's close to 11, right? Um, please, about closing, I don't know. Choose something, please, on some point. No, 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 nothing. Okay, Dima, thank you. Um, uh, when you were talking, I know you can remember something about where they ask for mercy still i'm still listening to a program i don't know if i'm going to if i will explain it well but i just want to say something in matthew 16 verse 19 he said um and i will give you i'll give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you bound on earth shall be losing losing in heaven so um uh, it's still a message i was listening to we're saying something about having keys to the kingdom there are different keys you can use to assess um open different doors Um, the thing is if you don't know them this is about having relationship is that as you grow with the holy um with the holy spirit and all that that you get acquainted to but the thing is if you don't know them you can try or you try blood of jesus try anointing try all of them at the same time it's going to work but what happens is that you don't know which one that works in case if another situation, a, a situation like that repeats itself, that means you still try all the keys. Definitely, if you have a bunch of keys and one key to that door is there, if you try all of them, one must open it. But the thing is that you don't know which one. So I think um, it's that relationship that Daniel as well had, that when that situation came, he didn't start praying for grace, pray for this, pray, you know, all these things. He just, he knew that this situation is the mercy of God that we need to plead for at this moment and they went straight and used that key asked for god's mercy and it prevailed so i think we should like now it's becoming clearer i'm just, i'm even actually talking to myself why the whole thing about knowing the keys and having the access to all those keys and knowing the one that opens which door so that when situation uh, comes when situation comes you already know okay i'm going to use i'm going to pray about this is what is going to take this out this is what's going to open this 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 is what's going to do this you know the keys and you function with it i think it makes it easier so thank you thank you so much thank you so god bless you thank you you really explained it well can we pray okay. wow yes, like we listen to me here to buy to 11. lot of things learned Laura, please pray for us so that we can go. Thank you. No more there. Okay. Lord, we thank you for your word that we studied this evening. Thank you for insights. Thank you for teaching us details. Even things we didn't ordinarily know. Power in your word, Lord. But I will pray that even as we've heard your word, even as we've listened to you this evening, may we go forth in our lives, practicalizing what we've learned from your word. May we go forth being confident in you. May we go forth re remembering that whenever we face challenges that we should not rely, we should not lean on our own understanding. We should not lean on our own capacities, which are limited. But let's always remember to go back to you. Help us to always remember, help, give us the wisdom to always ask for time, to always be patient, to not always rush into taking decisions. So always be patient so that we'll come out with the best results at the end of the day. 
In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate and review this podcast, and share with your friends. Thank you so much for listening, and now go out there and be all that God has called you to be.